are joining us live on Utreon so we could host shoot us. Just like this, uh, 9mm, 19.11, I'm holding here. We can't do that on YouTube, so we do this live from Utreon. Um, you know, this is this is just the way that it goes. So if you want to join us live, go to Utreon slash who move my freedom. If you're looking at this later on YouTube, this is the reason why we're not live on YouTube. Join us over here on Utreon. Also, that's the place to see our shooting videos, you know, recent stuff or whatever. But we'll get into that later. All right. <laughs> my guest is here, like Brandon, excuse me, of Langley Outdoors Academy. He's here. Um, Hello, sir. Want, I almost wanted to say Branglin or something like that, you know, like Brang, like, like combine like my Brangley. first name. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, Brangley. I don't know if that happens. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. So yeah, so I gotta correct you. It's <laughs> it's Braden, sir. Bra oh, Braden. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm still messing it up. I'm still <laughs> no, messing it up. It's okay. Braden. Legitimately, I'm 36 years old. My name might as well be Brandon. Yeah. Honest to God, it, I mean Brandon, uh, Brady, Brendan, uh, anything you can imagine. Yeah. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, Langley Outdoors Academy, that works. Yeah, absolutely. And let me know. Uh, shout out to everyone coming in. Uh, I see Primitive Hunter out there. Let me know if you. Got, I'm hearing some scratchiness from time to time from you. But let me know if you guys hear that or whatever. We'll see if that needs to be fixed. That could just that could be something on my end or whatever. All right, listen. All that out of the way here. Uh, oh, wait, I'm missing something. Oh, no. What are you missing? What are you missing? I'm missing my button. I don't have my buttons <clears throat> here. You gotta have the button. Hold on a second. I don't have the button to turn everything on here. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, here we go. Oh, I pressed the wrong button, too. Mm. I like that button. That was very chill. <laughs> Let's see if I could do this right uh, now. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation. Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, so here we go. We are live. Uh, <laughs> someone said that that choppy audio is on Braden's side, so oh. there you go. Um, Man, we'll try to we'll try to see if we can. We tried to fix it before, and it was fine. So that's just one of the things that's going on here tonight with all the other craziness that, that you can always tell when I scramble in here to get everything going. When I scramble into the van to get everything going, we're gonna start it off like this. We're gonna do jazz hands, Braden. There you go. You got to well, do like it too, man. Jazz hands. There you like go. Okay. Hands. Yeah, there you go. Hey. Jazz hands. I hope you guys have your... <laughs> okay, that's that looks a little squeezy, but okay. Um... <laughs> I, I don't remember criteria being involved oh, in that's this true. introduction, sir. So you leave my jazz hands out of this, and you just be the creeper in the van, all right? So, right. Okay, just saying. No judging, no judging. Um... <laughs> this is uh, the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. This is episode 970. Woo. 970 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Of course, my guest is Brayden of Langley Outdoors Academy. That is me. Yes. I also always want to say out Langley Outdoors Adventures. It can be that. 
You never know. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you know, I, mean, I, I do run a political activist news channel around 2A rights, which is never outdoors. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> why not? Why not have yeah. some fun with it? Yeah, this is just the way the name went. <laughs> just, it just rolled. I yeah. mean, I had it on a sign. I couldn't change it. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. Once you, you know, once you start it, you got to roll with it. So. Exactly. Yeah. Now, obviously, you of bringing the uh, 2A news to the masses. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. I do. That's what you Twice do. Twice a day. Twice yes. a day, baby. Once in the morning, once in the evening. Got another show with Tim from Military Arms Channel called I Second heard about Legacy. this. Right, right. Man, we are we are rolling because freedom shall not be denied. That's yes. just what I, the way I feel about and it. And how did the thing with uh, Mac start? So that's actually a really cool story. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I had a fanboy moment, and that was about mm-hmm. two years ago because Mac contacted me through YouTube when I was first starting to kind of grow a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I have no idea who this is. Yeah, there's, okay, fine. There's no way this is who this really is. And I actually clicked on the link of the actual uh, account, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it is. Mm-hmm. One thing before he, you know, one thing led to another, and he kind of started mentoring me a little bit through a few things and pretty soon had a really good relationship with him over about a year and a half, two years. And we were talking on the phone probably about four or five months ago, and we're like, you know what? This There might be some synergy here. Mm-hmm. Let's explore it. And one thing led to another, and now we are on a – to a analysis activist kind of okay. breakdown show, kind of a talk show podcast format, a little longer form content, but we can dive in deeper in that longer form, provides a great ride home, gets you all the arguments you need, all the content you need, and we break it down from, honestly, two different YouTube perspectives, one being on the gun side, one being mm-hmm. on the political side. It's a really it's a really cool conversation. I really enjoy them. Okay, cool. Yeah, I still now, – so now we're getting some people complaining about the audio. Is uh, it mine? Yeah, yeah, it's something on your side. I don't know if your phone or something else is throwing it off, or I can try to fix this. Probably though. interrupting. See. see, when you turn this way, when you turn that way, that's weird. <laughs> Does it go away when I look at the mic? Oh uh, no, uh, no, it's still it was still going just now when you were not looking. So, yeah, hmm. is your microphone right. connected by USB or is it like XLR? No, it's USB. It's USB C. But let me try one thing. I'm okay. going to get real close to this camera real quick. Okay, let's see what, what's happening. All right. I'm going to go quiet for a second, try a different cord, because maybe okay, it's a yeah. cord issue. All right. Yeah, there's some kind of signal thing that every time you're talking, it uh, it goes over that. So, you know, we'll have to get you to do some, you know, some mic checks also. Yep. This is how it goes, man. Production. I know when you when you put up your videos, they look so smooth. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have this problem in your videos anyway, because you're not talking to another person when you're doing that. That's that's true. That's true. How we look, how we feel now. Yeah, that sounds better. What do you guys think out there? Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, you guys, that, you guys got to tell us. If that, if that's yeah. it, then I know the problem. I think that is it because I'm not hearing it. So I'm not hearing that audio thing anymore. You guys let me know what you think out there. Well, that'll take a couple seconds. All right. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So you and Mac, you know what? Uh, you know, I think you, you, you put it very nicely. But in, in my brain, it's like, you know, the old school gun guy. I love Mac. I, I've like, yep. he, you know, yep. um, I, I was looking at his videos way before I started making YouTube videos. I still look at his stuff. I don't think people realize uh, the sense of like humor that he has. <laughs> oh man, 
So <laughs> I, the the stories I could go through with you just mm-hmm. off the cuff, like there's, yeah. So I can tell you this. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of the things that Mac, like you said, he's a very dry personality. Sometimes he'll mm-hmm. just drop these these jokes, and I'll yeah. be like, was that a was that a joke with a deadpan on the end? Or are you being? I serious? think he always wanted to be and, a comedian. Um, <laughs> you know, when you're getting to know someone. Yeah. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. he's he's great. So one of the other great things about Mac is he um, he goes through this thing. What whatever is whatever is kind of going on in the conversation, we're going to talk about it and address the exact issue. And sometimes YouTube doesn't exactly like that. Mm-hmm. And so we have a we have a little bit of a joke. And it's kind of like when we start going off into a conversation, that's kind of like over here. One mm-hmm. of us will start quacking like a duck mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it'll center back and of course we edit that out but 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 legitimately it's like one of us will start talking and saying something and it's an outtake procedure because it's not live it's all Mm -hmm. it's all Mm pre-recorded so it gives us a little more leeway to kind of actually frame it to the point we can deliver the point but we're not actually getting running afoul of uh youtube's sensitivities right right so to speak um so one of us will just be like quack 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 <laughs> I think it's a cool thing to do because you kind of get. Yeah. I, so I'm not trying. I'm just trying to tell everyone here knows I'm a fan of Mac, but he's mm-hmm. you know he's a, he's a little bit like old guard and you're old new school. guard. Yeah, yep. he's old school. There's an absolute fusion. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm There's old school too. Fusion. I'm in, yeah. I'm in the old school. I'm probably like the younger of the old school, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah. Because Mac military uh, military arms channel. Um, Let's see who else. Iraq veteran, uh, Hickok forty five. Mm-hmm. All of those guys are doing that. This stuff probably for the longest. Oh yeah, absolutely. The the OGs yeah. is what I call them. The, yes. the original guard, yeah. like the they are the ones who, to be honest, they paved the way and they they've gone through mm-hmm. things that we haven't gone through because they mm-hmm. were there when YouTube was the wild wild west and then it mm-hmm. slowly started getting more and more curtailed. Mm-hmm. Now we had the benefit of coming on when the rules were already in place, but they had mm-hmm. to adjust to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's obviously different experiences across the board with all these different channels. But mm-hmm. it's really cool, to your point, to be able to have a dialogue and a two-way conversation around something we're both so passionate about, the two-way and passing on the blessings mm-hmm. that were, hand- were handed down to us, the next generation. But but to have it from a original gun tuber and then a newer guard, to your point, I'm, I'm one of the newer channels that's political activism, political news and political advocacy – it's it's a really cool fusion of the two experiences, and it really does bring out an interesting conversation every time. I love it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's one of the um, one of the cool differences between you and Guns and Gadgets, Jared. Right? Um, mm-hmm. You guys do both of you guys are doing really good stuff out there, and I would say Jared is a little bit more of the old school as well. You yes, know, he's probably closer mm-hmm. to to like uh, you know what. I I know I'm guessing he's not gonna get mad. He knows he's old school. Come on, you you, you gotta say because I didn't say. See what I'm gonna say. Watch this, Hank. This, he's this old. Is that new school he's verbiage. old. You, no, no. you ready for oh, this? Okay. This is oh, that boy. new school. Um, he is he is tenured and he fulfills a really wonderful mentor role for those of us who have come along behind him. Seasoned, <laughs> and he and I can say that to him too because he's one of my closest friends, and he really has mentored me a lot through this whole process. Oh yeah, but that, I, I think that's I think that's fair. We can go with mentor. I think that's nice. Right? Oh, seasoned. Can we say seasoned? Yeah, we can say seasoned. He's got the yeah. salt and pepper in his in his right. beer, in his yeah, beer. Yeah. That counts. Yeah, it's cool, man. I think you know uh, the way that this whole thing is growing is mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting to see it. You know. I, oh, absolutely. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I mean, like, yeah. so 
the interesting part is, and, and what you just said was was so spot on, and it's mm-hmm. not over. It's not done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you had you had channels like mine, Langley Outdoors Academy, and then you had mm-hmm. um, Arm Scholar come in right mm-hmm. behind Jared. Mm-hmm. And then about a year later, we had more channels coming up right behind us. And oh, there's yeah. A, there's a whole hierarchy in a in an ecosystem that's kind of been developed naturally. It's actually really cool to see because, yeah. I mean, I've it's 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 so fascinating when you enter in transitionary points in your career or your life and you don't even realize you're in them. Mm-hmm. But when channels that are coming behind you and say, "Hey, I like your stuff. Can I pick your brain on stuff?" and you're like, "Oh, he must be wow. talking to Jared. Wait, where's <laughs> wait, where's Jared? Yeah, wait, he's not talking to me, right? Yeah. Whoa, he's talking to me. That's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. But it's it's a great ecosystem. It's incredible. Yeah, it's cool to see. Yeah, we should we should give uh, the flowers to Arm Scholar as well. There's lots of oh, absolutely. And, and you know, in the in the gun world, let's say we're talking about YouTube or we're talking about social media across the board. To me, YouTube's the biggest one, right? Oh um, yes, by far. Uh, oh, Asper Warrior says breaking, breaking. Jared, aka Guns and Gadgets, eats cheaper at Denny. Says Hank Strange. <laughs> I mean, he is retired. He is retired now. I mean, I mean, he's I mean, old enough to retire, dude. <laughs> technically, he could retire. So uh, I think he was a cop since he was like what, like uh, probably four. nineteen or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah, he was. Yeah, that was his career. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yo, hey, but we're all cool. friends, by the way. So we can yes, we are. we are, we are, we we uh, hang out or whatever. He's been on here. I'll get him to come back to come back on here, and we'll have we'll probably have <laughs> this conversation again. Yeah, no, exactly. and then you can make fun of me yeah. because quite literally, every mm-hmm. time that I see he and Anthony, one of the two of them mm-hmm. will say, and I quote, "Welcome back, brothers and sisters," and they'll do it in an exaggerated voice because that's my <laughs> intro. And one of them will do it within the first five minutes. And is that mess with each other? Is that your thing? Is that your thing? The deep voice? Yep. Is that? Okay. Yeah. The, the the big joke is like the narration voice kind of thing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and that's when we're walking through events and stuff. More more people will turn around and say, "Wait a minute, I recognize that voice rather than the face." So I guess mm-hmm. I I mean I don't know what they're saying. I think my face looks great, um, but uh, apparently my voice is the shining star. I don't I don't know. You know, I mean. You're you're a very intelligent man, despite the face. I guess, <laughs> despite the, despite the look and the fact that I'm from Georgia. Yeah. So you know, and despite the fact, like, uh, and I know you were talking about it on your video today. I don't know what <laughs> happened to you that you that you got uh, this sunburn that you have. I got I got fight I got a fight with the sun. And um, <laughs> where were you, man? <laughs> what were you getting up to? <laughs> so, I actually went down to Florida. Uh, oh, okay. You know, a little, a little, a little house recon potential, maybe. See what happens. Oh, maybe oh. A relocation. I don't, you know, oh, wait. Hold on a second. We wait. We could get uh, Braden in Florida. No. Yeah, you might get a little bit more freedom. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know what's gonna happen. Mm. But yeah. Mm. So, so I walked I like around and I was like, no, it's okay. I've got my sunscreen on. I mean, I've got my sunglasses on, and I've got my beard. And my face goes, yeah. What about me? And I was like, nope. Don't care about you. Clearly. So, as you can see. Uh, Got some lovely raccoon eyes going. Did you have a hat on at all? I did. I did. I did. I had a hat on. And so everything from here up is solid and everything from here down is not. Uh, Oh. So (laughs) you know what? It'd be like that sometimes, Hank. Yeah. Do you burn easy? (laughs) Um, Yes, Hank. Are you looking at me? 
(laughs) Come on now. (laughs) The contrast contrast is actually worse because I I don't go out a lot, as you can see. And this is my, this is is the original. Uh And this is, I got left in the oven too long. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got to yeah. use that. You know, everybody's got to use the 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 uh, suntan, man. You got to use the spray stuff or something. So even I, you know, bro, even me, even me in Florida. Well, I don't, I, I don't use it. I'll be honest, I don't use it. Uh, come on, come on. No, I goofed. <laughs> I goofed. No, I, I legitimately. Um, mm-hmm. So my wife and I said, because we had the kids there too. Mm-hmm. My wife and I said, no, it'll be fine. It's it's middle of February. <laughs> We're good. We're only gonna be out there for a little while. Yeah, we all got sunburned. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah, all all, all yeah. of us did. Don't let the temperature fool you, man. The sun in Florida yeah, is different. Yeah, it's no joke. Is, it's a lot meaner. This is a different sun than from what you see anywhere else in America or on the planet. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't believe me, you can <laughs> you could tell the the uh, you know the cars that are cheaply painted where it's like one coat of mm-hmm. of paint that goes on there. You could yeah, tell yeah. those real easy in Florida, man. They they just, they just go right, right through. Yeah, they just burn right through like a uh, Honda. Uh, mm-hmm. Honda has terrible uh, paint jobs, man. And you can oh, see okay. people's cars in Florida, like, washed out. Gotcha. That's because yeah. of that? Yeah. Also, for example, in, like, so I don't know how long car batteries... I'm trying to remember, like, when I was in New York, uh, New Jersey, etc., car batteries used to last a little bit longer. Like, uh, let's say maybe two years or something like that. A car battery can yeah, last, last longer. Yeah, longer than that up north. Here in Florida, you're lucky if your battery lasts a year. Oh, really? Just the heat just eats it up? The, just the sun, man. The radiation. <laughs> <laughs> That's Well, I, I can attest to that, as you yeah. your viewers can as well. It's really yeah. there. Yeah, um, it's, it's not great. a joke. No, I, I love the I love the sunglass uh, the sunglass line. Yeah, here. <laughs> you know I'm I'm here for you, Hank. This is how much I love you. I get on your your show looking like a walking sunscreen ad. Yeah, <laughs> or. Or can I say maybe you uh, imbibed too many beverages? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. I didn't. This was a very uh-huh. a very purpose-built uh, trip. I actually did not have a single imbibement. That's okay. not a word, but it should be. Um, that's what Aspen yeah, Warrior no. says. So you're saying you that color wasn't your pre-show whiskey? No, no, been, no, no. He's no, been doing this no, no. pre-show whiskey the whole day then. Because yeah, I saw your day. video earlier today, and this yep. is the same. Yeah, oh, he would no, not if be you guys conscious. Want to watch something fun, <laughs> right? If you guys want to watch something fun, no, go back my last three videos because you can see the progression of my sunburn. It yeah. goes from like, wow, he's standing against the white wall, I can't see him. To what's wrong with his face? To oh my goodness, he got roasted, and now we're we're slowly phasing out. But I, I, mean, I, I, yeah. I like the blending effect I'm going for. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Is it me or is the static back? What is the deal with the static, man? Somebody Are you hearing it again? Yeah, someone, you know, the CIA or someone is monitoring us here, man. It's, I mean, that's that's probably true cuz my last they're name is Langley. Yeah, they're trying so. to, you know, they they're probably monitored. It's it's weird. It was fine and now it's back. I don't know hmm. if the folks out there hear it or not. We we that's, should get a look odd. at your studio here, man. I wish I had a different camera so I could see. That's something people would probably like to see in the videos, you know, see more. I know you switch yeah. cameras and stuff like that in the yep. videos yeah because sometimes i'm looking right now let me see i'm gonna put you full screen in the back uh yep. yeah i'm looking for your plaque i don't see it 
right now. Oh, the, the because I removed that thing out of protest for the last little shenanigans we just oh, dealt oh. with. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That one didn't make it. Mm-mm. Nope, that one's over there in a box. Oh boy. <laughs> God. That's that was uh that was my YouTube version of one for my homies. Oh really? <laughs> so that was, yep. Did you talk about like, that in a video? Did I miss that video? I you did. Said, oh, no, I, oh, okay. I did a short. I did a oh, short and I was okay. like, this is no longer on my wall. Yeah. And I made a very very, very poignant point about it. Oh, okay, interesting. Aspa Warrior says it sounds like a three millimeter microphone jack is slightly loose. Well, uh, I don't have a three millimeter. Yeah, I know. I don't know. That's weird. It went away and then it came back. I'm not sure. Um, that's just weird how that static is coming on and off. Yeah, that is. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, go ahead and talk. I'll let you talk for a sec. Well, uh, I'm on the Hank Strange podcast with my narration voice. We're testing these speakers. Yeah, it's still there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that well, is. Hank, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that yeah. is either. Yeah, I've we'll, changed we'll, I've changed chords. Yeah. Got the interwebs. Yeah. We're good there. We'll we'll uh, we'll there. have to suffer through. I don't see anyone complaining about it right now. Um, I don't think no, it's not me. So, we'll we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Oh, sorry, bro. Yeah. Just over uh, here having a great time with my whiskey sunburn. Yeah. Mike Can't says, plug things uh, in right. Mike says maybe the gain is tapping out somehow. The FBI is monitoring. <laughs> well, there's, there's something else happening there on your side. In your, do you have a board or something all that's going into? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, your gain might be high. That's true. You might have to dial the gain off a little. Yeah, see there, when you tap it, I hear a little bit of static. All right, that's weird. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll uh, you know, Primitive Hunter 18 says, unplug the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I would get that, I would get that particular sound a lot of times when um, I was using wireless microphones. And I don't know, you have something in your ear. It could be that thing. That you have you in think your that's ear. what's uh, interfering? Well, here, it let's could, try that. That's actually that actually yeah, might be it. It could be that. Yeah. Oh. You go ahead. Oh, now you got no audio. Oh, so that microphone was what was on because now I can't hear you at all. Yeah. So, so when, now it's on. Yeah. Yeah. So what may have been happening was the interference from the Bluetooth onto the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, can, you're, you're not coming hear, through. Yeah, I can hear myself later over there at you, like a delay, on a delay I could hear my Yeah, that's because that's because the mic was, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the speakers coming through on that. Like yeah. your speakers are coming through here. Yeah, let's take a, we're taking a quick break here. We'll be right back. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old US of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. Yeah, so Primitive Hunter says it could be RFI, which I think is radio frequency interference. It's possible. Uh, Something like that, yeah. That's what I would get if I was um, doing some kind of thing using wireless microphones and the Mm -hmm. 
the frequency they were transmitting on were too close for some reason. Right, so, that make that makes sense. Yeah, and it kind of went away now. I'm not hearing it when you talk now. And I'm not it's, hearing It's possible echo. it was the other Yeah, the echo I killed because the speaker was coming through and I, I mm -hmm. took care of that. Yeah. But the uh yeah. if it's not there anymore, we should be good. It might have been that other headphone. Yeah. Um You still got that squeaky squeak? No, no, I think it sounds a lot better now. You know, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed, but uh uh, Asper Warrior says it could be a Chinese weather balloon. Is that still a joke? Is that it? You know, is there a new thing? I don't know. I don't. I don't think we found any balloons lately, right? I don't think there's any. They've shot down some like people's personal weather balloons, you know, uh, or hobby hobbyist weather balloons. But I don't think there's been any other like Chinese spy balloons, to my knowledge. I haven't seen any of that in the news. Are you talking? Are you talking, Brandon? Brandon? <laughs> Hopefully, he didn't hear me say Brandon again. He didn't hear that. Oh, okay. I can see him. <laughs> I could lip read. He said, "Oh yeah, I heard you say that." <laughs> oh, I saw you. <laughs> okay, so can you can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, I can hear okay, you. Okay, good. Yeah, that should have killed the problem. I think I figured it out. Okay, dude, there's too many there's too many Brandons in the gun world. I know, but that's why Some I don't have, have Brandon. That's how many I know Brandons you're braided. I know, but it's too close. <laughs> it's yeah, too close. Heck with them. They're they're greedy with their stupid. Do you know how many letter. gun guys are dyslexic like me? All, probably like at least seventy five percent of the gun guys. I mean either <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't, you were just about to argue that, and then you were like, oh, no, wait a second. That's most exactly the, what I was about to do. I was about to be like, Most hey, of the gun guys I'm, I know. Mm. Yep, no, 100%. And you know what I, I did? Bit. Internally, I was like, quack, 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 quack. <laughs> I was like, nope. Not today, yeah. Satan. <laughs> no, whenever you're on, we have, I was telling Lola, I was like, yeah, me and Brady are going to have no problem having a conversation. The oh, biggest no. problem is the freaking static. A hundred percent, but it's gone, is, right? Yeah, it is gone. It is gone. So Ooh. what's what's here? Let's let's go into this. What's the big stuff? I saw your show, to, the one I saw today. I guess that was this morning's one. Yep. You were talking about um, uh, what's the name of this actor? Uh, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, the whole oh, yeah. Baldwin situation. And oh, I yeah. like how you broke it down. One of the things I like about you is how you break things down. And like you know, put these two maybe like not everyone sees these two th uh, thoughts. Let's say these two things happening mm -hmm. at the same time. Not everyone sees that and sees the correlation between those two things. So yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, um, what you were talking about with with them reducing the charges for him and mm -hmm. for um, Anna Gutierrez Reed that was right. part, that's part of that. That was interesting, right? Because you're, yeah. you said that that's relative to what's going on with the braces. You want to explain oh, that 100%. to folks? Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. So so just some kind of background on this. And this is where this is where the there's there this like this story has a little bit of everything. It has a little mm -hmm. bit of irony, a little bit of sadness, it has a little bit of overreach from the ATF. It's got everything. Mm -hmm. So Alec Baldwin, first first dose of irony, big anti-gun person, completely mm -hmm. anti-gun activist against guns in well, a massive some, massive oh, way oh, rabid man. oh massive man. Way. rabid yeah. rabid yeah. anti-gun right <laughs> and he gets caught up in a honestly a tragic accident that's exactly what it is i mean like 
you're not going to go anywhere else and say it's anything different. It, it was mm-hmm. a tragic accident. What occurred? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the irony of ironies is when he's arrested and when he's going under the trials and he's under the charges, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the defense becomes, well, you can't charge me with that because that's unconstitutional. <laughs> Skirt. <laughs> hold, hold on a sec. <laughs> Welcome to the party, Alec. Yeah. So, yeah, so but, what and what it is is extra. What, 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 did, what was it called? Not extra charges, but some kind of heightened charge. What was it? Yeah. No. No. It was enhanced charges. Enhanced. 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 And this so is that, all. That's all. Li- that's all liberal, progressive, yep. uh, gun grabber yep. talk. That enhanced yep. gun it's charges, gotta be, right? <laughs> it's got to be great. So yeah. what happened on this case? And this is this is where it gets interesting. So they charged him with a crime that would be a five-year prison sentence, okay? Mm-hmm. So the lawyers for Baldwin come out and say, well, no, you can't charge him for that because it was not a law at the time of the crime. So you're retroactively impacting somebody with a law that was not a crime at the time. So you can't do that. That's unconstitutional. I'm sure every single one of your viewers is going, well, there's an interesting correlation. What did we just go through? That sounds yeah. so much like that. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Exactly. The ATF's retroactivity and reinforce and enforcement of the pistol brace rule. Mm-hmm. So, and me and Tim actually talked about this on our show today. It'll come out soon enough. I don't know exactly what day, either today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But the big point that we're hitting on is, so it's unconstitutional when it's going against you. Yep. But when it's against everybody else, it's perfectly fine. It's common sense gun safety legislation. You know, weapons of war have no place on the streets. All the buzzwords, all the topics. But Mm -hmm. the second that it becomes an actual threat to something that's going on with you, it becomes, well, it's unconstitutional. You can't retroactively affect people like that. Mm -hmm. Um, ATF pistol brace anyone. Because around, I don't know, 40 million of these things have been sold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that would put how many people, how many millions of people into felon status instantly based off of an interpretation of an existing rule that yeah. was passed in 1934 yeah. before it, ARs, before pistol braces, before anything. That seems yeah. to be a little bit of a crossover there because yeah. if you're charging against the ATF, which a lot of lawsuits are going through the courts right now, two big ones, one in Texas with Ken Paxton, and he's going after him in the mm-hmm. actual courts in Texas. And then you've got another one with 25 state AGs that are going against them in North Dakota. In North Dakota. They've got a lot of pressure coming their way. Half the states – you cannot think that this little instance, tiny little thing in New Mexico with Alec Baldwin, is not going to at least perk some, pique some interest around retroactivity and enforcing laws that were not laws at the time. Yeah, I, I think, think there's no way. Yeah, I think that correlation that you made is big, you know, and I know, like, from especially from having you on and us talking about a bunch of different stuff, I know how your brain works and how you caught that. But it's a big one. I think not everyone necessarily is thinking about it yet. And if you go back like 10 years, like we were talking about the old school and everything. If you go back Mm -hmm. 10 years, when they did this kind of crap, they at least had what they call grandfathering, right? Yep. So when they did this, they would go, okay, we're going to grandfather. I don't know how the hell they would do it. You know, it's like, how do you grandfather in magazines? Oh, you know, going through oh, that in some places, dude. Right Hank, now. Oh, it, oh, it hurts. So, like, <laughs> this is what I focus on on my channel a lot. So, there's a big irony, and mm-hmm. anybody watching this, you, anybody, doesn't matter. You guys can all use this. It's per, here, royalty free. Mm-hmm. You, you cannot, in one breath, from a gun control perspective, say that ARs or assault weapons or military-style assault weapons or military weapons or weapons of war, whatever you want to brand them with the flavor of the week is, mm-hmm. 
You can't say they are the single cause of anything wrong in the world, but during a ban, go, but you can still keep all the ones that exist. Mm-hmm. It, it's one or the other. It's either yeah. you're just saying this because you want to ban mm-hmm. ARs so you can say you banned assault weapons, mm-hmm. but at the same time, written in the exact same language, all of a sudden you can keep all the assault weapons. But I thought all the assault weapons were the problem. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's this big shell game that they play where it's, yeah. well, we can't ban things because that would be confiscation. And confiscation is easily ruled unconstitutional through either the takings clause or the interstate commerce clause. There's lots mm-hmm. of different constitutional problems with that. So mm-hmm. we can't really take everything. But since ARs are the problem and bane of all existence, we can definitely ban the future ones. But what about the ones that are there? Well, they aren't the bad ones. It's the ones in the future. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's a crazy, <laughs> there's it so many guns in America right now. But this is why that's eventually where all these guys want to go. And this is the mm-hmm. a- irony of Alec Baldwin and a lot of people of his ilk, especially in Hollywood. This is what they're up to. And the irony of it all is that all these guys want to make money off of guns, right? 100%. They're, like Their if movies, they started yep. making, yeah, if they started making movies without that, who would watch it? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, there was a time when Alec Baldwin back maybe in the 80s was, was you know, hot stuff or whatever. But now he's older. He's got to do the cowboy kind of stuff. And a lot mm-hmm. of these things have to have guns involved in them for anyone to look at it. Correct. You know? So it's almost like it's part of our that. culture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's so bizarre. <laughs> it's almost like it's ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's part of us and they're trying to excise it from us and it's not working. Because yeah. the more that they try to excise it from us, the more it turns a hydra, and we buy 18 million more. Yes. I mean, le- legitimately, if you guys look, all the things that are going on out there right now, you've got people who have traditionally not bought firearms be the largest demographics of firearm purchasers in a two-year span. You had mm-hmm. women and minorities who bought more guns than they've ever bought before as first-time mm-hmm. buyers. Mm-hmm. Then you've got now the newest report, the newest thing that the media is starting to hit on is – Oh my gosh, the new group that guns have never taken a part of, Asian Americans adopted the Second Amendment. And I'm yes, like, I've seen this. yes, yeah. because it's an American right. Stop trying yeah. to divide everybody by their petty differences and mm-hmm. just stop. But every time that they do it, all that happens is it goes into a different area and more people adopt and reinforce the Second mm-hmm. Amendment rights because it is strong in this country. It's the six states that try to tell you it's not strong are silly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, so Primitive uh, Hunter 18 says it's like the movie Minority Report. Yeah, pre-crime. Yeah, pre-crime. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that it's just, it's it's really interesting what's happening here, right? This enhanced stuff Absolutely. is things that they want to put on to go after people. You know, typically when we see crimes happening in the country, the people who don't care, Right. The folks who don't care about laws that commit crimes, how many of them even get charged with the gun crimes when they do something wrong? Are, are you talking about the <laughs> Michigan State University criminal? Because I'm, there's a whole bunch of them, man, who, who actually gets saying. charged with the gun crimes out there. Right. Because well, there's see, all this enhanced uh, stuff. But when those guys uh, do things, they don't hit. Who, who are the who are the enhanced stuff for? If you think about it, the enhanced stuff. Option. The enhanced stuff is an option for yep. liberal prosecutors to use against yep. people like us. 100%. It's, what it is, it's, it's a screw that's in place, and you can turn it if you want to, and you can ignore yep. it if you don't. And that's you exactly it what it is. Yes, and that's what the prosecutors here decided to do when his lawyers put pressure, right? 
yep. on 100%. them that they're like, oh yeah, we don't want to, you know, we don't. Well, there was something in in the statement that they made like kind of a jab. Yep. You know, they're we like, don't want to increase the billable hours. Yes, the billable hours yeah. of big city attorneys, because all of a sudden so, big city attorneys are evil. Weird. Yes. <laughs> when they're suing for your, when they're suing against your gun rights, they're perfectly fine. And they're you're crusaders. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's um, man, the the whole actually the whole story, this whole thing with Alec Baldwin is really weird, and there's a whole bunch of different um, connections in there. Believe it or not, um, you know. So for oh, yeah. example, I don't know if you've so for example, Anna Gutierrez Reed, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, the armor. She was the armorer on that set. Now I don't know this. I don't know this guy personally, but he's actually a friend of someone I do a lot of uh, videos with, Sam Andrews, uh, that mm-hmm. makes the leather holsters. Uh, Thel Reed. You ever heard of Thel Reed? The name I've heard before, yeah. but I couldn't place it. So Thel Reed. If you look up, if anyone looks it up, let me see. I'll I'll pull it up here on my phone so you guys can see. So this is now when you if you it's it's weird you search Thel Reed and you see Anna Gutierrez Reed comes up, but Thel Reed he's he's a stuntman, exhibition shooter, armorer, all that kind of stuff, movie consultant. So he's a consultant and he's a gun guy for a long time. He's like he knows how to shoot really fast and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You can you guys can look him up on Wikipedia if you don't know who he is. Really cool guy, pro gun guy, all that kind of stuff. And Anna Gutierrez Reed is uh, related to him. I think like a stepdaughter. So wow. that's how she that's how she got into the business because he's been in the business for a long time. And that's how like my 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 friend um, Sam Andrews gets a lot of he makes leather holsters he's been doing that for 40 years and his leather holsters are in a lot of these cowboy movies oh cool i didn't know yeah so there's always been this kind of like connection there you know and i've always Mm -hmm. been interested like in the in first of all i've always been interested in filmmaking right that's why oh yeah here doing stuff on youtube and then as a gun guy now the gun guy side of filmmaking you know the armorer side has always been interesting to me as well oh yeah Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I mean, yeah. I wish I could. Well, let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting, that part of that business, and I would be intrigued to do it. Yeah, it's a dream job. You could say it. It would be a dream I job mean, to be like on a movie set and be the armorer, you know, and you would I think it'd be, it'd be really yeah. cool. I mean, yeah. I mean I'm, that that part of it would be cool. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a couple of things would be really cool. One, mm-hmm. I would insist on building everything myself, because mm-hmm. if you're going to make a cool AR, you got to build it yourself. Let's just mm-hmm. face it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also would really enjoy walking around set on a bunch of lefties holding an AR in my hand. It goes, okay, I'm the armor. I'm the armor. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Uh, but you know, this is, so that's always been like an interesting side of it. And I've never actually had a chance to meet Fel Reed, but he's a really fast shooter. There's videos. If anyone looks this up on YouTube, there's videos of him where he's, you know, like you see in a cowboy movie mm-hmm. that, you know, the fast shooters. So like yep. the, 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 uh, you know, the, the gun's actually in the holster and you draw and shoot mm-hmm. and he will do that. And you didn't even realize that he, that he drew, right. Or he'll shoot and shoot maybe two, three rounds. You didn't really, you thought you just shot one time. Right. You know, so, you know, it's always been fascinating that whole thing. I've had, uh, someone from independent studio services on here who that's the biggest armor in Hollywood. I've always been interested in that whole thing. Yeah, and then tragic. Yeah, it is. It is intriguing. And then tragically to see this all flip like this. And then also as gun guys, like when we shoot a lot, 
We mm -hmm. shoot a lot in videos, um, and we're using live ammo. <laughs> yep. And things well, unfortunately go wrong sometimes, but we do things to mitigate all of that because yeah, yes. we're using live ammo. Yeah. That's exactly the point. So mm -hmm. here's here's the question that I had in this entire thing. I'm not not picking mm -hmm. anything apart. Again, this is a tragedy mm -hmm. piece. Just talking mm -hmm. about the armorer perspective. Mm -hmm. There are so many safeguards in normal range safety. Mm -hmm. How how someone who is familiar with firearms qualified to do this? How did live ammunition even get near a prop gun? Because in yeah. the gun world, mm -hmm. you don't put rounds inside anything if you don't want it to go boom mm -hmm. you know you all like the safety rules that we have across the board every mm -hmm. gun is always loaded don't point anything you don't want to destroy always pointing down range and be accountable for all your rounds mm -hmm. well okay every one of us is taught that from a very early age and if you aren't early age then as soon as you get in that's kind of like the 101 right mm -hmm. i just don't understand how that even that 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 position was even um, presented I, I i just that kind of wears yeah. me out um you know what i don't know and i think that because we you know we're you know we're so um i don't know what's the best word to say for it but we're just crazy about we realize that we have live ammo so that's a scary oh, yeah. thing right so yeah. we're extra careful i think things happen no matter what you do if you do something often enough accidents are going to happen but well i mean rules... look at kentucky ballistics Yes, unfortunately, right? So, but the rules so we're following mitigate that, right? Mm -hmm. So we go through all these things that we try to mitigate that stuff happening. And I know, like, I make a lot of videos shooting guns, live ammo. Mm -hmm. um, it's myself and other people I care about uh, on the set <laughs> or on right, the range right. when the we're set. doing that. Yeah, and we're really, really careful about it. And so we don't want these things to happen. And I'm sure in our cases, we're catching enhanced charges. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Enhanced <laughs> Yeah. But I think, so I think there is a, there. so amongst us, there is that culture because we realize 100%. what we're doing and sometimes things are going crazy and we all see that and either we stop, like I've been places where mm -hmm. people are doing crazy stuff and I'm like, guess what? I'm leaving. <laughs> we out. <laughs> I'm out of here. So we do 100%. all of that stuff. But on this set, it seems like the whole entire the entirety of the movie and this is where Alec Baldwin is responsible as a producer not just the guy he's the most responsible cuz he had the gun in his hand he pulled Correct. the trigger this is why someone's dead but he's he also check. the producer he's also the producer of this movie though mm -hmm. so as this big anti-gun guy where was he on the set of this movie you know staying on top of what was going on because these guys were mixing uh, uh, blanks with live ammo that should never ever happen because that's ever. a recipe for disaster oh 100 percent, and it makes it makes no sense at all mm -hmm. and you know if people if people genuinely had a full understanding and the safety rules were actually taught to everybody not just from the left like from the right side of the aisle mm -hmm. maybe if the left didn't look at it and go Ooh, bad, evil. Don't even learn about it. I don't even want you to know that exists. Mm -hmm. Well, you're negating a safety piece that you really need to know. Yeah. And and I think that sets the table for very terrible things to happen. Yeah, absolutely. We've got like te uh, 10 seconds or something here before it switches over to the yeah. to the next thing. And we're going to take a break. But I really do want to talk about this a little bit more, and then we'll, we'll jump on to yeah. something else. So let's take this break here, and we'll be right back.
We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear, bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family-owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider Hype. Yeah, so um, we've got a comment here. Let me see. This is from Night Train. He says, well, given the fact that the crew was disgruntled on that Rust movie uh, uh, set, walked off, and who knows, someone might have rigged that gun with a live round. Um, man, I hope not. <laughs> well, that, see, and that's yeah. and so that's that's yeah. the where you're getting into there is yeah. Conjecture. No, no one was here. It's pure conjecture. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and I'm not saying pro con. I'm not. I mean, honestly, there's no way that anyone can truly know no. what really happened, except the people who were on that set. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that I think, and that, it, this is a this is an important piece that really ties it back to our community. I'm still going to be upset that someone's rights are being infringed around the Second Amendment, even if they aren't a pro-gun advocate. Even if they mm-hmm. are anti-gun, I'm still going to say the principle exists and remains the same. You are still infringing upon that person's gun rights. Mm-hmm. The reason that I do all the videos that I do, it's not because the people who own guns' rights are being infringed. It's because mm-hmm. all Americans are being infringed. Now, whether you adopt Second Amendment or you don't, that's your choice. Yeah. But at the same time, these, are, these people are taking their rights from everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to keep that in mind. While terrible things happen, while there's still ironies, while it's, of course, a terrible situation, mm-hmm. at the same time, it is unconstitutional what they tried to do to him. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with that. You know, you know what I mean? 100%. And, 100%. Yeah. And even if Gavin Newsom, who, Lord above, whew, even mm-hmm. if Gavin Newsom got caught up in an unconstitutional ploy, mm-hmm. would there be a little part of me that be would be kind of like, I still don't like you, mm-hmm. but I got to defend the rights. I, Absolutely. It, it, it's, it's bigger than people, and yeah. honestly. I agree with that. And I think that the idea of what happened on that movie, I, I think it's more of a gun safety thing. And, yes. And, and I think what it comes down to is something I always tell folks, right? So, like, I live here in Florida. There's a lot of swimming pools, lots of bodies of water here in Florida. If you live here or anywhere where there's a lot of bodies of water or swimming pools or whatever, you want your kids to learn how yes. to swim. Really, really important because you can't keep your eyes on them all the time. They're going to get around some right. kind of water and you want to give them the best chance to survive. You could be the best swimmer in the world and still drown, but you, yes. you know, but you want to give them the best chance to survive. That is them learning about the water and how to swim in it. Well, that's the same thing with guns. So even if you don't like guns, you need to learn about guns and how they work in order to practice any kind of safety when it comes to guns. And that means everyone. And the reason why I was talking about Anna Gutierrez-Reed, regardless of what we think about her, you know, I see there's a lot of stuff that, you know, and, and, and it's probably true, right? She's real liberal, all that kind of stuff. But she grew up with a gun guy and then somehow... Um, became the armorer on this set, and she probably had the most training and understanding on that set of what was going on, but she can't do that job alone. 
especially nope. when you're talking a low budget set. There was a lot of craziness going on, as we mentioned here. She can't keep on top of that alone. And I don't really understand how she's even part of the charges if she wasn't even in the room when well, it happened. I, I, think, I think what you're dealing with there is, honestly... That's who it gets propensity. banned on in the, in the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, but there's but there's this propensity because New Mexico is left-leaning right now on gun rights. They mm -hmm. are. They're mm -hmm. putting through safe storage laws, magazine bans. They mm -hmm. are left-leaning right now, currently. Mm -hmm. So there's this propensity for people to assign, well, we've got to have a law against that. It'll prevent it in the future. It's a, it's, it's a gun control perspective that people genuinely say, well, if there's a law against it, we've got to do something. Yeah. And even though those somethings account to nothing, well, at least we did something. It's mm -hmm. about the people who are still there making laws. It's not about what happened. It's okay. not really truly about preventing anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. They're not analyzing what happened. So, for example, no. you know, there is this is from what I've heard or gathered from uh, talking to different people, reading stuff about it. There was actually someone else who was there that um, checked that gun and handed it mm -hmm. off to him. Right. So now you so Alec Baldwin. So you got Alec. That person checked that thing. It wasn't her, by the way. Then um, you have Alec Baldwin in possession of it. Right. So the mm -hmm. person in possession of that thing should be aware of what they're in possession of. Oh, 100 percent. Yes. And double checking. It's the old, <laughs> yes. Dude, it's the military checking, I, um, adage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, one is or two is one. One is none. Yeah. You, you have to be able to take self-responsibility and you can't just go, well, they handed it to me. They told me it was clear. So then uh, yeah. whatever happens, that's yeah. not an excuse. Yeah. So now yeah. now think about think about the cinematographer, right, yes. or the director who are now in front of that gun. Mm -hmm. They also should be aware, like everyone involved in this whole. Pro but if people really understood how this is what I'm trying to say, if people really yep. understood how guns work, that's how this whole thing would go. So that's what I'm wondering here. But the thing is, I think it falls on the person who's technically the armorer because of these same reasons. Like, oh, well, someone's got to take responsibility for what happened here. Well, the, this whole story and even your story is about them now downgrading this to manslaughter. Right. <laughs> so now they can't even get they, you can't do five years for what happened. It's manslaughter. It's an accident. And we're going right. to try to see who we hold responsible. So think about this for a second. You go to a friend's house. You're drinking at your friend's house. He provides you alcohol. You get in your car. You drive your car. You get into an accident and you kill someone who's responsible. And in some states, they're going to go back to your friend. Right. It's going to be manslaughter or whatever. But you're going to. Oh, I was drinking with my friend. He let me drink and then get in this car. Right. No, well, you got in the car. Correct. Well, but you that know. goes back. Personal responsibility is what's mm -hmm. consistently under attack. Yeah. That, that. So, I mean, if we dive truly deep into this, Hank, we're mm -hmm. we going to get into some weeds. Yeah, it's going to get crazy. Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, there's going to be some really disgusting stuff when people right. start lifting up these rocks, because what you're diving into now is, well, now. The state has not provided that safety of which they've guaranteed and promised. Mm -hmm. So you're either going to take more rights and impose more control, which will give you the illusion of safety, mm -hmm. or the state can't truly do that. But if the state mm -hmm. can't truly do that, that means it's responsibility driven. The state yeah. can't have it be responsibility driven because then that's not them. Yeah, you're getting you're getting into a realm now where it's like, well, wait, who is it? Personal responsibility or is it state? And the state, whether you're talking about a state boundary in the United States or you're talking mm -hmm. about a, a government state, right? Mm -hmm. 
the state has a promise they have to fulfill, but the only prom- the only way they can fulfill that promise is if you submit your freedom for their control. Mm-hmm. And when they break their promise, which happens every single time, they take more of your freedom and, or and promise more control again, which is never delivered. Look at the last 20th, well, the 20th century, 100 million people dead at the hands of their own government. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's just it's it's, crazy. it's tough. To, it's tough to do. And to, to bridge that even to another subject that I saw today on the news. And I don't know if you covered this, but, you know, California right now is facing that judge that's probably going to kick out the assault weapons ban. Oh, 100 percent. Right? Benitez. Yep. 100 yeah. percent. It's coming. Yeah. They're literally they're like sitting in the corner biting their nails like corn cobs. They know it's going to happen. They know it's going to happen. OK, yep. now that's not going to immediately solve anything because obviously Gavin Newsom even knows it's going to happen. And they're and they're preparing like, OK, well, we're going to fight it. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to come up Absolutely. with stuff. Um, yeah. But it goes back to what you're saying, like. You know, what, what's the real solution to this, though? Obviously, to me, the real solution is we have these rights. These are, are inalienable, right? So we could, yep. we could spend all the time we want in the world fighting. We have the right to defend ourselves. So no matter what, that's going to remain. So what's but the you best? Know the, uh-huh. oh, I'm so sorry. The, the part that's the craziest part about this is mm-hmm. it's like that old adage. First mm-hmm. they came for this group, but it wasn't yeah. me. Then they came for the next group, but it wasn't yeah. me. Then they came for the next one, and all of a sudden no one was left to defend me. So mm-hmm. they started out with gun control laws. Think back – I mean think this through from a standpoint of just history. Mm-hmm. They started out with AR bans. They started with mag bans. They started out with different background checks. They started out with state-level background checks. Mm-hmm. They go down these roads, and everything that they add does not do what's advertised. So mm-hmm. they take even more. But mm-hmm. the big irony of the entire thing is – if you truly get down to where it started and where it's going now, what are they going after mainstay across the United States? They're going after red flag laws. Mm-hmm. Well, red flag laws are no longer infringing only on the Second Amendment. Red flag laws are now going after due process rights mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because now you don't have the right to face your accuser anymore because, after all, it's common sense gun safety. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. have the right to say, who? hey, what are you saying about me? Can I face yeah. the charges? Right. Nope. Yeah. You don't forget have about ability. due process. Uh, nope. Some, you don't have the due process yeah. because this is about yeah. the Second Amendment rights. Yeah. As, so as then, Trump said, even. <laughs> yep. Take the guns and then worry about due process later. Yeah. That is the mm. problem. Yeah. And that's where it, it, you, you once you get this tentacle in, it just takes over and spreads. And that's why you got to fight so hard on these things mm-hmm. is because due process, you're getting into the core tenets of jurisprudence now. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Yeah. And ultimately, this I know no one's on that side is going to listen to this. The ultimate solution is people need to um, come to an understanding about guns. They exist. Mm-hmm. We need to come to an understanding about guns and also people who do bad things, right? Yep. We're always going to have crazy, broken people who want to do mm-hmm. bad things and not just hurt themselves, but go hurt a whole bunch of other people. And the 100%. only way to react to that is uh, people there that are able to eat, uh, to meet them with an equal or greater force, more than likely 100%. a greater force. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's no, it. no, that's one hundred. That's one hundred percent correct. Because yeah. in, if you, and this is one of the things I'm extremely bullish on freedom. Like I, I genuinely, I see where we're going, and we mm-hmm. are winning. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, people will say, "No, that's kind of hopium. They're just going to take our guns. They're going to take our rights." But if you look at on a hundred year scale. It took them 100 years to get to the point that we're at right now. It's taken us around 15 to start curtailing it back, starting with the Heller decision, now mm-hmm. building on that with the Bruin decision. Mm-hmm. We are making headway, significant mm-hmm. headway. Because mm-hmm. 
the big irony in all gun control is the only way that gun control is defeated in the long run is by gun control prospering enough to where it's a big enough problem. Mm -hmm. So the Supreme Court isn't going to step into one state stepping out of line. However, they will step into about 15 states stepping out of line. Right. So, yeah. like, for example, every state and their brother is passing uh, assault weapons bans right now. Mm -hmm. um, well, the more that you do that, the more profile you get on assault weapons bans and the quicker the SCOTUS picks that up. And now where you at? Yeah. The more red yeah. flag laws that you do, same process. Yeah. The only hope the they have thing. is to pack the court. Correct. After that. But yeah, but mm -hmm. that but they're not doing it. Mm -hmm. And so that's the big the big irony is mm -hmm. in order to destroy gun control, it has to get to a point where it's threatening constitutional rights. Now, of course, from our perspectives, it does that immediately. But mm -hmm. from the Supreme Court's opinion, they have to say, no, this is affecting 15 states, which is around mm -hmm. 57, 89 million people, something like that. We need to look at this. Mm -hmm. And that's where you got with Bruin. And that's where we're going further in the big big irony yeah. is it's got to prosper before it I dies. agree that yeah that's a good point I mean unfortunately that's the way everything is what is it the squeaky wheel gets the grease kind yep, of and they're squeaking baby yeah <laughs> Ooh, they squeaking yeah. and also as you were saying right there's a lot of people in America so when these things happen uh you know uh, you know the liberal media for example uh folks who want to take guns away they're like oh this is a perfect opportunity to say why yeah. we should have more laws more gun control etc cetera, etc cetera. but you know mm -hmm. the regular people when you talk to the regular people those people when they see this stuff happening say this is exactly why we got to have guns 100 percent this is what ha is happening with the with a big Asian population in America, for mm -hmm. example, now getting all up on guns because now they're starting to see like, oh, yeah, this when this <laughs> comes to my doorstep oh, and it might come to my doorstep and it's going to be someone who looks just like me. Um, right. That's what people like myself. Right. Like I know, hey, more than likely when this comes to my doorstep, it's going to be a dude that looks like me. <laughs> well, and, and but, <laughs> so. but the but the reason for that, I mean, if you look at the statistics, FBI, mm -hmm. CIA, not CIA. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Never mind. Um, oh, FBI, boy. <laughs> DOJ, ATF. Like if you look at those statistics, the, the crime like the crime that occurs and the crime that they're focusing on, like homicides, that's typically exactly what you're saying. It's mm -hmm. people that look like you. Mm -hmm. you're, you're typically, and this is yep. not a rule, but mm -hmm. typically it's you're not going into different environments and targeting others that are not like you. More likely than not, they're going to look a lot like you. Yeah. And that's not what it's about. It's not about who's getting hit and who's doing it, which the media loves to do. Mm -hmm. But what they're, what it's about is people are committing atrocities of evil, and there's no one there to counter that evil. And, mm -hmm. that's, and that's the big problem. To your point, equal and opposing force. Mm -hmm. If you have a problem, step up. Let's deal with it. Instead yeah. of acting like in a country of 400 million guns – that all of a sudden you pass some laws and everything's just going to go quiet because you did your due diligence and Nancy Pelosi passed some laws. That's yeah. just not the way that reality no. works. It's not, And it's not what I see with the real people out there when I talk no to them. They see this yeah. happening and you know maybe they had an opinion one way or the other with guns before that, right? Maybe they, their opinion mm -hmm. was against guns before that. And yep. when they see it, they go, you know what? Man, if that was me, though, I would have no one in that moment. If that was exactly. my wife, you know, I was looking. Did you see the video where um, there's like this young girl? She's working out, I think, in like her community gym uh -huh. or something yes, like I that. Think right? so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. And she's working out and there's someone at the door. She just walks to the door and lets the dude in and then turns her back on the guy. Right. And goes back to working out. And then this guy approaches her 
and she starts to feel uncomfortable and she and the guy actually starts fighting her you know right now now luckily for her she survived all that because she didn't give up she kept fighting the guy got tired of fighting her which is <laughs> once again the point everyone's looking for an easy victim no one wants you to yes. fight back right um right. i think she messed up in a lot of ways there by letting that guy in but man when you look at that when you look at that thing you say, damn, what if that guy, what if she wasn't as tough as she was? You know, right. she would need a little something else, you know, and I don't know if they right. even caught that guy. That guy would need to catch some, some shots. Well, right? that's, that's, see, that's the thing. It's, it, and this, dude, I, I could go on for days about mm-hmm. the wussification of America. Like, I, mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. Were there no other men there? Like, well, she, I think was she, she was in that place on her own. It was just her and that guy. If it was just her and that guy, okay, mm-hmm. she did a pretty good job. But for me, mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of like, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you gotta attack a woman, bro. Come no, on, that, guy. Th- know, that guy's broken. All... That guy's broken, man. He thought that she was in there. Yeah. And she was just an easy target. Well, that's what, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, she yeah. she fought it off. I had, yeah. I hadn't actually seen if there were other people in there or not. But that's my mm-hmm. first thought: is who was around mm-hmm. for the love? <laughs> no that guy needed to catch some bullets man you know and, and and like kudos to her she's tough she fought back kudos to her for that but everyone can't do that if that's like your mom or your grandma she would have not necessarily been able to fight back as much as that unless she was you know tough enough to do that and i think right. that when people see these kind of things if you're looking at that and you're thinking oh wow that could have been my wife you know 100 yes, that's happened to people that happened to a rapper a couple of years ago that him and his wife came home uh, from a long trip and he went to use the bathroom and he, he believes in guns, but he went to use the bathroom and the a doorbell rang and his wife thought it was a UPS guy. So she opened the door and mm-hmm. it was someone trying to rob them at gunpoint. That guy came in there. So the guys on the rappers on his toilet, pants down, no gun. And he hears his wife screaming and everything, and he has to go get a gun and then come down, and he gets into a shootout with this guy, believe it or not. Um, and he wound up, he actually wound up hitting the guy, but he ran, the guy ran out of, uh, the guy was trying to steal their car. And the guy, like, ran out into the street, and he went out after this guy naked. I don't know if you heard about this whole thing. <laughs> you know, you know what, Hank? If I'm going to go after a guy, it's going to be naked. I mean, yeah. that's a statement. You know, yeah, that's but a it happens. The the point I'm making, yeah, the point I'm making is <laughs> this kind of stuff happens, and when you think about it, it's like, man, the only you know, you 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 just don't think about things you do sometimes in life, and the the only advantage you have in that moment, right, is these things mm-hmm. called guns right here. Well, that's and that's the whole point is these things called guns, as you so adequately put mm-hmm. it, they aren't evil. Mm-hmm. They're tools. It's yeah. that simple. That's yeah. how freedom was established in this country. That's mm-hmm. how freedom has been established in multiple countries. It's also a tyranny was established in a bunch of countries. It is a tool. It is an extension of the person wielding it. Yeah. It's just like swords. It's just like bows and arrows. It's just like any other armor. It's everything comes down to the person and the people and the motives of what they're doing. And if you had an entire population like, I don't know, Texas, not an entire population, but a very healthy population that was always packing, you're going to think twice if you're a criminal because you Mm -hmm. don't know who's packing. Absolutely. You know, uh, Primitive Hunter 18 says if Paul Pelosi had a gun, he could have stopped the guy breaking in. 
Uh, if, uh, if Paul Pelosi had different <laughs> things going on, there would have been different things going on. Happening. So many things that are going on. Yeah, well, Cause, okay. Because when logic. I call the police, I'm always in my boxers with a drink. Always. Wow, yeah, Every you know, <laughs> there's a lot happening there. There's a lot but, going uh, on. There's a lot happening, yes. Um, I think yeah. they have enough money to have bulletproof windows um, you know, alarms. yeah, because Pelosi, I think she has the most amazing and accurate stock investment record um, so. in history, right? <laughs> these these sure guys have at least best. a half a, at least, what is it? Uh, hundreds of millions of dollars they've made, Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe a quarter yeah. quarter to a half Listen, a billion dollars. Yeah. Hank, when, when you got it, you got it. Yeah, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll take a- With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. All right, so we're back here. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, that, that time uh, comes fast. So what stuff, you know, um, I mean, I know you're always looking at a lot of different news stuff. Not oh, necessarily God, yes. things, yeah, not necessarily things that you wind up making videos about, right? Because some of <laughs> yeah. it's interesting, but not necessarily relating to the Second Amendment. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Absolutely. What, are you, what kind of stuff are you looking at, man? What do you think? Man. So when I'm and now, are you talking about specific? I'm like, I'm like, like private time or like yeah, anything. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't. Not, you know? That's not necessarily two way. You know. Yeah. So when I'm not doing that, okay. Okay. So one of the things that I found, um, first of all, my my private time is like my personal time is kind of getting smaller in my world. Right. Um, right. Uh-huh. You know, obviously the new the new podcast or the new uh, YouTube channel with Tim at uh, mm-hmm. on Second Legacy, but I also hired my first employee. I'm getting her oh. up and running, and we're doing all that Congratulations, stuff. Congratulations, man! Awesome. Yep. That's yep. extremely exciting. So you know, mm-hmm. we're just we're force multiplying, and mm-hmm. you know, when I get a second, when I'm not like off work and I pull up my computer and I'm doing things for the next day to prepare for the more work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I I really have got this bug about the stock market. I I love. <laughs> Really? I love it. I love what? it. It's so much fun. Any particular sector in the stock market? The overall stock no. market? Or? Okay. No, no, no. So, so um, I find it extremely fascinating. I, I really like um, analyzing patterns. That's just something mm-hmm. for me. I, my brain gets very happy by noticing patterns and kind mm-hmm. of tracking them and figuring things out. So I like looking at stock market graphs and kind of using different analysis to figure out what's going on. I find it mm-hmm. relaxing for my brain. Um, but the ones that I really gravitate towards, the ones that you can like, you can really genuinely make money in a day is just following the NASDAQ, NASDAQ and then going up and going down with it. Um, okay. There's, there's inverse ETFs mm-hmm. and there's ETFs and, mm-hmm. you know, I'll look at the graphs and if something picks up momentum, I'll buy some of it and then it'll ride. And then when it stops losing or it starts losing momentum, I'll sell it. And I'll be like, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and it, it's kind of like a little wind rush. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. you jab it in your shoulder and then you right. go on to work. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Your brain is pat, pattern uh, oriented. My brain is like, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. hundred okay. percent. And I, I genuinely find, I find peace in just observing patterns and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Do you short stuff or you're just going long everything? You know, Hank, it depends what I'm wearing. Okay. Uh, you know, it, uh, no, it depends on the if I'm if I'm looking at the graphs and I'm yeah. seeing momentum shifts and stuff. Uh-huh. If I think it's about to go downward, then I'll short I'll short it, and if it's mm-hmm. probably going to go upward, I'll support it going upward. Okay. But 
I find that stuff very fascinating. I don't know. I just okay. Have you spent any I, time I, I, shorting Tesla? I know someone said Tusk in there, primitive no. hunter. Uh, Asper Warrior says that explains the bullish word usage. Exactly. Yeah, uh, That's exactly. Yeah, I'm bullish yeah, on freedom. Yeah. Yeah. No, I caught um, it. I caught it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tesla. So, do you, have you shorted any Tesla? No, I have no. not touched Tesla. So why Tesla? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, only be only because we are not in the cycle where it's going to start going up again. We are still mm -hmm. in a bear pattern. We're still mm -hmm. in a bear trajectory. Mm -hmm. um, we're at a point right now. If it breaks, what it's if it continues breaking what it did today, we're going to see the next leg down on a bear market rally, and then mm -hmm. it's going to flip over, and then we're going to see. Was some Tesla more down after. today? I didn't. Uh, I didn't look at it. Uh, um, all tech was down today. The market was down seven okay. points today. Oh wow! Yeah, Tesla's big, down big. Oh yeah, I'll put that. I'll put so that Tesla, out there. I'll share that with the folks out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. So Five the interesting thing, I know. So the interesting yeah. thing about that is, mm -hmm. again, going back to those patterns, I like to mm -hmm. I like to notice patterns, mm -hmm. and I like to assign reasons and discern reasons why things are happening. And one mm -hmm. of the things that I, when something does not have on something on the other end of the equal sign that makes sense. I'll mm -hmm. start investigating it. And Tesla had a run up that was crazy from like the beginning of January all the way to the middle of February. Mm -hmm. So did Apple. So did all the tech. Mm -hmm. Meta jumped up. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it faded out. And it was very interesting because there wasn't any market reason for it to be doing that that fast, that quick. The Fed mm -hmm. was saying they're still raising rates. The mm -hmm. bonds were still going up. Dollar values were going up. Everything was still going up. but And yet tech and Tesla was skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. And when you start looking at all the different um, analysis, and you start to look at all the different graphs and charts, and you start to see, like, I love looking at the smart money and the dumb money charts. And when I see the smart money is completely out of the market and the dumb money is, like, skyrocketing, and I'm looking at Tesla, I'm going, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. And then you just kind of watch. It's just mm -hmm. like timber, baby. Yeah. Well, we're, we're all looking for a big market crash here at some point, and it just keeps oh, yeah. not happening. Um which typically doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. It's, you know, it's just uh, maybe like a prolonged effect out there. But ultimately, it's supposed to happen if you look at everything that's happening here, right? Like your money is worth yeah. less. Uh, people are not working as much, not even wanting to work or even being able to find work. There's a whole bunch of things going on mm -hmm. that at some point here, the market has to break values on everything are really high, like real estate values. Yep. All kinds of stuff are, are really high. Look at the look at the way they're selling cars now. So like ridiculously overpriced, right? Um, oh yeah. Well, the demand so, the demand for them got outpaced or was outpacing supply by a large margin. So price yeah. just shoots up. But even a lot of that should have come off. But the you know the dealerships and stuff like that are not coming off on the prices. So it's this weird thing. Everyone's waiting for everything to break. I think Tesla is always like an interesting case because. Uh, for example, Lola right now is waiting for Tesla to go down so she can yeah. buy some Tesla stock. Uh, I used to be all into all of this kind of stuff. I don't do it like this. What we're doing right now is my area of expertise. So that's where I invest right. my money. <laughs> that's yeah, what no, I, of course. Yeah, I tend to work like that. But, you know, um, she's waiting for Tesla to come down and it was going up. And I was like, don't worry. <laughs> It's, oh, well, you know, then she better get ready because it's going to come down pretty soon. So, yeah. yeah. So this, is everything. Is, Everything's going to come well, down. Well, everything will, right? But so yeah. my thing is I can never tell the future. Like, no one can. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that the tech rally that we just saw is about to give a lot of it back, and you're mm -hmm. about to see a new low achieved, and then it's just going to start running again. So yeah. I think we're going to continue in a bear market for a while. 
I don't know exactly how long. Could be three months, six months. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything is pointing to the Fed's raising rates again. And if they mm-hmm. raise rates again, oh baby, put it's your helmet point. on. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's just it's staying cash and pick, picking opportunities when you take them, and then getting out really quickly when you have a little bit of profit, and then just mm-hmm. watching the whole thing move. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a lot of it when people start defaulting on stuff. Now, we're we gonna see like a mass default. Yeah on home loans and stuff like that that we saw before i'm not sure but it could it's gonna start it's gonna start happening with credit cards and then probably car loans and then it's gonna you know it's gonna hit that's the cycles that's the cycle that we're i mean everything that we see is in a cycle so if you go back 2008 everyone was overextending into houses and they were overextending Mm -hmm. and over leveraging themselves mm-hmm. it corrects and all of a sudden the jobs start to go away the money starts to go away that causes defaults that causes a surplus of data or mm-hmm. surplus of goods and then the prices fall people who had cash pick up the prices at the bottom and the whole thing starts over again it's just yeah but i think it corrected it but even in the correction it corrected itself too fast in my opinion yeah which, which correction are you talking about oh eight yeah I think that corrected really too fast to me. Maybe I'm wrong with that, but I. But you know, obviously well, the government was just printing money and doing all yep. kinds of things out that's there. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. That's what and, caused it. That's and we've had me. a lot of that. That's the reason why we actually haven't hit the crash that we should be seeing by now, or correction. Correct. You know, Correct. Um, because they're propping it up. So the the thing is, when are we actually going to see that? It's either going to happen right before elections, which is typically when it happens, or sometime after. Honestly, you know what? <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. I, so, so I'll just you know be completely mm-hmm. candid with you. A lot of the moves that I've made with Second Legacy, a new channel, with mm-hmm. my first employee, with my channel expanding, some other things I'm working on. All of it is it gearing towards 2024. Mm-hmm. I mean, 2024 is going to be a very big year across the board. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious. I, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I'm never going to If you're say, a gambling I'm, I'm man, gonna... it's going to be exciting times. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. No, that's exactly right. So, like, I'm not going to sit here and say Trump 2024. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. Biden 2024. I, I tend to go with whoever's going to support gun rights the most. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm talking about. Um, but I also, you know, in the positions that we're in, we can't come out and fully endorse, like, across the board. Because that's not really what we do. We, we mm-hmm. provide objective analysis of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but man, I just don't want to see Trump Biden again. I, I no. just <laughs> I'm with you. I, I, mean, I think like, Trump I had mean, his like, time. I think he had his uh, time. He was president. He did his thing. I voted for him both times. Um, but yes, I'd like us to move on because I think Trump running again even is all about him and not about us. So I, that's what I think the me, problem is. For me, I see I see a lot of promise in a lot of in a lot of things that are happening, but I mm-hmm. don't. I don't necessarily think that – well, again, not, not endorsing anyone, but mm-hmm. Trump has a lot of baggage that comes along with mm-hmm. everything that, that goes forward. But people who are coming behind him mm-hmm. don't necessarily, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your Governor DeSantis is putting up a pretty strong case mm-hmm. from a conservative perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, OK, hold on, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that baggage that someone else, someone else does. What's, I would what's, agree. Mm-hmm. What's that about? But mm-hmm. at the same time, they're all politicians. So it's yeah. kind of kinda like it's like, you know, I think I think DeSantis, I think DeSantis <laughs> is is like the, I know there's a whole bunch of people jumping in there. He's the he's the governor here in Florida. And I think he's doing a good job. If he's really, really doing a good doing a good job, he's got people that he's 
that's coming along with him, right, in his administration here in Florida that could take over or, you know, run for office after him and still run the state really well. I think that that could be true yeah. from, from well, some of the folks well, I'm seeing out there. It's it's pipeline. So there's a di- mm-hmm. the difference between being a superstar and being a leader is you have pipeline behind you that can continue mm-hmm. on through them standing into the spotlight. Like mm-hmm. that's a big piece of being a leader. It's not just, well, yep. I have these tendencies and I make these things happen. Well, mm-hmm. if you are in that spotlight and you step out and you go somewhere else, maybe to a mm-hmm. bigger stage and that place fails, you're not a good leader. You're a superstar. There's a difference. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. That's what we're seeing a little bit with Trump when folks who are on his side now are deciding to run and he's attacking them. I think we're seeing that with DeSantis. Um, We're seeing that with Nikki Haley. You know, this is where I've lost faith in Trump, right? And this is where I could see his selfishness. Like, these are people who supported him in his administration, in him being president, even after, you know, uh, things didn't go his way. We can argue about that forever. Uh, I'm probably oh, on the side of the argument most people would make out there. But every time those people, tr- they don't even say anything about him and they're trying to run, he's attacking them. Then that proves to me you're not a leader. You should, you know, for, for Trump especially, you're he's a rich guy. He was president. You know, I think he can be a good leader for the Republican Party. He doesn't have to be president again. Help to make some leaders and put those p- folks out there so, and help move them forward, you know? I think, no, I think you just said, I think you just said the most important piece. Whether people watching the show right now are for Trump or against Trump, it's not necessarily, mm-hmm. that's not the point of what we're discussing, right? So, so... Mm-hmm. If you want to be president, mm-hmm. you want to be president. But if you truly want to affect the change that you're saying that you want to affect, go into the head of the Republican Party and be the biggest fundraising dynamo you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Bring away and consolidate the party and, con- and unify them behind individual candidates of which you have a hand in helping. Mm-hmm. If you, it's truly about going after and taking the country back and doing all these things, there. The direct path is not always in the limelight. Sometimes the best leaders are the ones you don't see. Yeah, I totally agree and, with that. You know, And that's just leadership. That's not necessarily mm-hmm. pro-Trump or anti-Trump. That's just a leadership tactic, right? It's like, yeah. you know, how much influence do you want to have? You want to have this little bit? Do you want the whole watermelon or do you want to, excuse me, the whole grape or do you want a, <laughs> right. whole, a slice of watermelon? Right, right, so it's exactly. Like, Dan know. hates you, says, I want revenge against the deep state pro-Trump, okay? <laughs> um Go do, team. Do a, <laughs> yeah, do, you know, I get it. I'm with you on that. If that's what it comes down to, if it comes down to like Trump and Biden, I think that's well, pretty I mean, much what's going to happen. Yeah, ob- but, obviously. <laughs> that, that, yeah, I mean, like you could go for Captain Poopy Pants over here who just right. screams at random times. I want my ice cream. Yeah. Why are you screaming, Joe? Yeah, oh, exactly. Right. Yeah, I think that uh, uh, assault weapons. <laughs> you know, Dan hates you says who needs that just wreck the federal government. Um <laughs> listen, I think in order to 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 get what we realistically want out there, we need other folks to go for this. We you know, we need some younger uh conservatives, like real conservatives out there to go for it. And um I think a lot of this becomes more than the individual. That's really important with a leader. You know, yes. if you're a leader, are you just trying to get revenge for yourself or vindication for yourself, like you're saying, you know, or are you trying to move the movement forward? You know, right. this is what matters. Um, 
And that's just the way my brain works. I think, you know, I don't expect everyone else's brain to work like that. But overall, that's what I want. I, like when it comes to guns, man, I want us overall to, to move forward, you know. And Correct. this thing that we're talking about, I think we need the younger generation like you doing what you're doing. And then folks like me need to support that. You don't mean that I'm less. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have to bring right. you down to make myself better. No, as a matter of fact, me pushing you forward and other people forward helps me. Well, right, but that's, you know? that's the progression of a healthy ecosystem and a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. When, you are, when you are passing things on to the next generation, that's one of the statements mm-hmm. that I say every intro to every video. The mm-hmm. point of what we're doing here is to pass the blessing on to the next generation. Mm-hmm. The passing the blessing on to the next generation is not me handing it to somebody. Mm-hmm. The point is we're generating more people behind us. The next channels that we were talking about, they're the ones mm-hmm. that come behind us. They carry it behind us. Mm-hmm. There are people, yeah. if, if I ignore everybody or if I don't help anybody and well, that's just helping like who's mm-hmm. that's just me. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, Jared came out of nowhere and helped me. He mentored yeah. me. That was yeah. a good example of that. Mm-hmm. You have Tim coming out of nowhere, mentoring me. That was a big part of that. Yeah, Mac, who you're talking Mac, about, Tim. Yeah, 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 yeah sorry. Uh, I call um, him Mac, but you know what? Mac did a lot for me, man, when I came in. Yes. This. Yes. But yeah, that's but that's what has – Yeah. that's what's required. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have to be able to say we're all in this together. And right. the young bucks, yeah, the young bucks will have their time in the sun, and they'll be the young mm-hmm. bucks. And then pretty mm-hmm. soon they get some they get some horns on them, some age. Mm-hmm. And if they don't decide to help the younger ones, you're, help, you're hurting the movement. You're not helping yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's and that's a very big piece of it. I agree with you, man. I think it's really important. You know, like I've got kids, you've got kids. My kids are a little yep. bit older. They're in their early 20s. I want them to I want to see them enjoy freedom in America overall, mm-hmm. not just guns. Of course, oh, of I course. have guns right. that, you know, I spend a lot of money buying that I want my kids to have and enjoy, right. you know, but I want to see them enjoy freedom overall, you know, Correct. in America and all that goes along with that. It just so happens that, you know, it's going to sound cliche, but freedom is not free. No, it's not. And, but but you know yeah. what, though? And, mm-hmm. and it's, I'm, I'm glad you said that, to be mm-hmm. honest, because a lot of people will jump. Not I'm not saying any one individual. I'm just saying in a hypothetical archetype. Right. Mm hmm. Sometimes people will jump to, well, we're either going to revert back to the mean or we're going to pop this bad boy off and it's on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, the stuff that we're doing on a day to day basis, I would actually argue that it is harder for people to consistently fight unjust laws and fight through the court system and fight through the court of public opinion and bring more people to the side than to pick up a rifle. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're, you're engaging in a long term fight. You're engaging mm-hmm. for the hearts and minds of people and you're mm-hmm. in you're bringing them along to a heritage that people have bled, sweat, and died for. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are, what you love. I don't care about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the important piece is you've you got to understand the freedom was handed to you. Mm-hmm. Hand it on. Yeah. That's a much harder fight than picking up a object. I mean, honestly. Yeah. And you know what the other thing is, man, especially when you have kids, you have people in the world that you care about. You know, Once yep. we get into that fight... We don't yeah, know no. what's going to happen. We don't. You don't know what's going to happen yeah. to your children, to your family, your friends, the people that you care about. Yourself, like you know, even if you don't care about yourself, right? Or you're like an old bull, you know, like me, and right. like oh, whatever, fuck it. Well, yep. 
you know, unless you're just a really selfish person, you don't know what's going to happen to the world. And I think, listen, I've lived all over the world. America, to me, is hands down the best country on the face of this planet. Nowhere's, nowhere's perfect. America's not perfect. And, you know, until we started getting to this, like, super woke thing, I don't know, it just really got bad in the last 20 years. Um, you know... We, we, were, we were doing better. We were working on things. We were getting over our differences. I remember coming to oh, America in the 80s and the problems we had in the 80s. By the time we hit like the early zeros, we were starting to climb out of that. And then we just kept getting smacked with things. We got smacked with 9-11 and all kinds of different things kept happening to us. And now we're kind of more divided. But we've got the most potential, I think, of any country on the Absolutely. face of this planet exists here in America and I want to see that and it doesn't it doesn't uh, it's going to slow that down if we get into a war that we don't know when it's going to end amongst ourselves well, but, yeah but that's but that's the thing so if you look at this beyond that and I know we got a break coming mm -hmm. in a second mm -hmm. um if you look beyond just that initial I've got frustrations. It's time. Our mm -hmm. ancestors would have. That's how the country was founded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they gave us all these tools so we wouldn't have to do that again. Mm -hmm. And and the the bringing of people along in that ideological fight, that's where the meat is. Anybody mm -hmm. can resort to physical violence. Mm -hmm. But the when you bring people to your side through reason, through logic, and through freedom, that's where you win. Like really yeah. win. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back here. We're going to do some a uh, couple of different things here when we get back. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. Uh, Primitive Hunter says that's why we need F-15s. Uh, yeah, I agree. So listen, man, um, I asked some friends of ours, uh, uh, you know, if there was anything, like I told them that you and I are doing a podcast. And hold on, hold on. I need to know which friends these are so I can identify if they're friends or uh, foes here. Hold on. Uh, John Patton, that's one. Oh, God. Okay, okay. So. Uh, it's going to be snarky. It's going to be snarky, and I know he it. He says, uh, so I was like, hey, anything you want me <laughs> me and Brandon to talk about? Uh, yeah. Uh, Patton said, yeah, talk about this video that I have out. So here you go. I'll, I'll just show this a little bit <laughs> on his channel. He, he says, he this, would. this costs more than my life. <laughs> that's what uh, he wants he us to talk about right he there. He would. What, is, what are we dealing with here? Hold on a second. What is what, what kind of situation? Uh, uh -oh. I'm gonna Hold have to skip. Yeah, we're gonna Hold have on. to skip. John's, yeah, John's Let's pointing, see. and he's yelling. Oh no, he always does that. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I think this wait, is wait, a revolver. Wait. Why is he wearing a guns and gadgets shirt? And now point. That's just insult to injury. <laughs> should he be get wearing your, your shirt? <laughs> no, he should be get his own merch. Uh, let me. Uh, yeah, get let, it in there. Get it in there. We got, we got to skip forward here in this gun, man. Oh, oh, here we it. go. Here we go. Here we go. Boom. What is that? What is what is what is this? Nighthawk costume. I'm about to say, what is, is this? A, oh, oh, very nice. 44 Remington Magnum. What is that? What is that red thing on the uh, on the hammer for? What? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, what is that like jewelry? <laughs> it's it's a revolver, Prince Albert. Oh, <laughs> so there you. Oh, it's nine thousand dollars, by the way. 
Look at that. Well, you, you know what? Let's buy two. <laughs> so, not? wait, is, is that... John saying his life is only worth nine grand? Uh, okay, I'm guessing. Well, I mean, I mean, his beard is kind of scraggly. <laughs> yeah, he says this costs more than my life. <laughs> okay, so there you go. That's one. Okay, okay, that's Let one. Let me see. Um, okay, and then our, our friend uh, Ben Sanderson. Let me see. He's got a thing. Okay, Let's okay, see if I okay. can. Oh, he also... He also put the same thing up. So Ben, he also wanted us to talk about this same thing. This gun costs more than. So this mind. has nothing to do with us. This is all about <laughs> yeah, their <I> self promotion. <laughs> yes, exactly. So there you go. Okay. So I could just tell those dudes done, or do you do you want to add anything? Oh no no no! Let's let's continue. This is great fun. I, I right. enjoy this. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. There you go. Done. <laughs> I think Ben said that's the prettiest revolver he's ever seen. Yeah, that's a cool. That's cool. No. Are you into revolvers at all? I don't know. Um, again, depends what I'm wearing. Um, oh, probably, really? probably not, mm-hmm. not that okay. much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, only because of, of efficiency and a, a you know kind of situation. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting at six. Eh. Okay. They're cool. Mm-hmm. They're heavy. Mm-hmm. Double as a bludgeon. Mm-hmm. But no, if I'm gonna <laughs> if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna I wanna do it, and you're gonna leave. I'm gonna leave no doubt. Um, okay, you want more re- rounds? Reloads. Yeah, <laughs> nah, you know, you never know. You never know. You yeah. know, it's. Yeah. I like a good revolver. They're beautiful. They're nostalgic. They're fun to shoot in a range. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. You know, mm-hmm. go to that as my first choice for. You know, aliens are coming. Or balloons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Revolvers are cool. Like I just got a single yeah, action, cool. like an old single action uh, Colt uh, yeah. Bisley. I just got mm-hmm. one of those. They're cool guns to like have in your collection. Right. Um, and there are some revolvers that are that are good for like personal protection as a backup and stuff like that. You know, they don't oh, go absolutely. out of battery that easy, you know, like a you know, not your necessarily first gun you go to, but you know. Well, of course. Option, but so. I mean they're effective. It's mm-hmm. not like they're not effective. It's just if mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to one, yeah. I'm gonna go to a semi just because okay. I'm fully trained on them, I'm comfortable with them and it's yeah, you know, things went real wrong real fast. Okay, what do you think about 1911s? I was showing a 1911 oh, yeah. here. This yeah. is actually, um, yeah. this is a T-Sauce that I have here. T-Sauce, okay. since 1993. I, I love, it's crazy. I love me a 1911. Says, yeah, it's crazy when a company said, since 1993. <laughs> right, right. Since <laughs> I was gun, eight. In gun, yeah, in good terms. <laughs> right, exactly. But uh, yeah, oh, this, is a, this is a T-Sauce I, I recently acquired here. Um, you know, just your regular... Yeah, 1911 uh, type of thing here. Um, yeah, I think it's it's single stack. Let me see. Yeah, single stack. That's, see, 1911s. Here's my thing. I, I got a. I've got Turkish. A, I got two things. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I got two things. I'm gonna say about 1911s here. Mm-hmm. One, actually, we're gonna say three things. Okay. One, I love the heaviness of a 1911. Mm-hmm. I love the all metal. I love that. It okay. makes it feels good. It feels good, mm-hmm. and I like it. Mm-hmm. Um. They're incredibly accurate guns. Mm-hmm. I really, really like 1911s. Mm-hmm. I don't like 1911s and 9mm. You don't? Okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to do it, I'm doing it. I'm You're getting doing eight it. Okay. rounds, and it's going to be a 45. Yeah. And I, I, I don't even care. It's yeah. just, That's I, my first one in 9mm. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, 
I don't have no, that many cool. 1911s. Yeah, I don't have that many. Would you buy? Do you have like a price? Since we're you know talking about Patton and that gun that's more expensive than his life at less than <laughs> right. ten grand. Um, do, you, do you have a price at which you're gonna buy? Like you want? You're not gonna go above this price by like this 1911 here. I think was maybe like 250, 250 yeah, yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I don't, if it got so to 300 a, bucks, it was it was expensive. You're like whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> All right, so I have a thing. I have a thing, mm-hmm. and, this, and this is uh, if I have any ARs. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll get to I'll get to the nineteen eleven thing in a second. Mm-hmm. If I have any ARs, I'm never buying one. I'm always building it because I can build it better okay. than most people can manufacture one, and right. with higher parts for less money. That's just reality, okay. So you're not right? build you're not buying a three thousand dollar AR. Not on anybody's life. With three thousand dollars, <laughs> I could I could build like five ARs that were right. mid to upper quality. With three grand on my parts, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I can beat anything mass produced. No, um, I, I agree anyway, with you. Even can. even if you're talking about like integrally suppressed or something like that, I agree with you. Even if you go you that easily do it. to that level, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the uh, and because because let's just face it, ARs are not that difficult to assemble. Mm-hmm. What you're paying for is proprietary pieces and designs of which you can mm-hmm. just get your own no matter how you do it. But anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one gun that I will spend good money on. And if it's like if we're talking about a semi-automatic that I would carry in a holster for an EDC, I'm going to spend 600 bucks as my cap, 600, 700 dollars like Springfield's that mm-hmm. price point. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not really going above that. I just I don't care to do that. However, there's one gun. That I'm going to give is my, and I call it my made it gun. I have not bought it yet, mm, but mm, I'm this going, is going to get be interesting. An, oh, a Nighthawk Custom 1911. Really, Nighthawk so, Custom? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. So, so I will spend when I make it, and this is like mm-hmm. a this is like a crowning life achievement. This isn't because it's Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, I will probably I would spend four grand on a on a capstone achievement like a Nighthawk mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. I would do that, but that's mm-hmm. the only thing that I would do, and it's because when I was like. 22 i told myself because i worked at a gun shop i told myself i would be able to do that one day mm-hmm. when i made it and when i make it that'll be my my i made it gun and that's as yeah. simple as it is okay cool is nighthawk your top of the line in the 1911 world to you or yeah like, that's the highest i'm going okay. have you ever yeah. seen cabot guns i like their 1911s i haven't had cabot my guns. hands on them oh okay um if if you're at shot show well cabot guns usually has all their guns on the glass but mm-hmm. um, I have actually like shot them and handled them and stuff like that before. Th- those are the nineteen. Oh, nice. I like Nighthawk as well. I've I've uh, bought their stuff. Not bu- no, not hey, bought yeah. their stuff. Let me not say that because I didn't do that. <laughs> um, I have shot stuff that other friends yeah, have yeah, bought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, I got in trouble one time. A, uh-huh. Yeah, you took I it got, for a date. That's all you did. Yeah, I got in trouble one time because I did this video at a at a local range where the the guy knew me, knew I was on YouTube. YouTube, and he just bought a used uh, Nighthawk, and he goes, he just he just gives it to me, right? And I was like, oh man, I'm gonna go get some like real expensive ammo. And he's like, no, no, right. just use this ammo. He gives me a box of Steelcase ammo, <laughs> Steelcase 45, and I was like, dude, uh, I don't, I think I should just go get some ammo. He's like, no, I don't care. You shoot that through it, and I shot that, and it was fine. But the whole video, people were complaining in the comments yep. to me yep. about that, and the video actually did well because everyone was complaining. But uh, that was, but it wasn't me though. I I at least knew enough not right. to do that. But the guy who bought the gun didn't give it. He didn't care. Man, and, it, and, nah. and 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 as a as a you know as a positive to uh, Nighthawk uh, Customs, man, the gun ran. 
Oh, no, they... To, to so. me, it's it, they not only run really well, mm-hmm. but they're also beautiful. They are works of art. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and and that's and that's also part of the allure for me is mm-hmm. they do custom work. Like one gunsmith works on that with files with all the different pieces, and that there's something mm-hmm. like a craftsmanship piece to it, mm-hmm. which I really like. It's not overly mass yeah. produced. Yeah, um, I, I just I just really like that concept. And mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, it's a very American ideal to me, like making these yeah. guns out of just metal. It's just, and it's 1911. It's so iconic. I mean, yeah, you've got all the different wars that it took place in. I believe it's still the longest serving uh, pistol ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, it's such a proven platform and so iconic. And to make it a beautiful craftsmanship thing and tie into the I made it piece, you know, it's just, it's just awesome. But now yeah. I'll tell you one gun that tempts me. Mm-hmm. And, and this, this one tempts me. The guns that, um, Oh my god! Now, now I, I had it and I just mm-hmm. lost it. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Okay, staccatos, staccatos. Staccatos. Oh really? Those twenty, oh, those, like the twenty elevens that they're making. The, 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 oh. the new ones, the new ones. I'm like, I mean, like, that's uh-huh. like that hot little, that little hot little mm-hmm. side piece. That's like, ooh, right. I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. But that's, but that's. But you gonna look? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm on a diet, but I'm gonna look at the dessert tray. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like those are beautiful, and the triggers, yeah. and just all oh, the goodness, all the greatness. There's a lot of beautiful 1911s out there. Um, yeah. Night Train says nine millimeter kills the body, but forty five ACP kills the soul. <laughs> so then, what about so what about ten millimeter? What about ten millimeter nineteen eleven? Uh, um, I mean, we could just uh, we could just get crazy here. That kills the bear behind the soul. <laughs> that kills your soul, and it kills all the generations <laughs> behind that soul, and, you know, and for like seven ancestors. generations. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it goes back and just takes them out. Yep, love um, it. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I'm wondering what other, like, what other, uh, expensive guns out there fall into that category. Um, you, you know what? Some of the older things are expensive. Like oh, yeah. that, that, uh, single action Colt that I got, that's an expensive gun. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of a thing for me as a gun guy. I always, I was like, oh, you know what? I got to have one of these. You got to so have a cowboy gun. Yeah. You got to have a cowboy gun. It's got to be old. You know, it's the only, it's the first Colt I ever have. A lot of gun guys already have Colts. You know, right. they've got the Colt ARs. I don't have none of that. I don't have that was yeah, my first Colt ever. You you don't have a Colt? You know. No, not a not a Colt AR. No, I'm I'm Yeah. The the interesting thing because these these guns like the the big fascinating piece and people who don't aren't in the gun world don't understand this. There's not it's mm-hmm. not just an inanimate object. Like these things have nostalgia. They have history. Mm-hmm. They have relationships mm-hmm. to them. Like mm-hmm. one of the guns that I have that is a run-of-the-mill gun. It's one of the most important ones to me is an M1 carbine that my mm-hmm. grandfather bought surplus mm-hmm. when they used to have them in the Sears catalog on wow. a train yeah. 50 years ago. And yeah. I got that's that's mine now. Awesome. And, Congratulations. That's great. And yeah. it, and it's incredible. But it, mm-hmm. it's just a run-of-the-mill military surplus. But it's because my grandfather shot it with me. My grandfather mm-hmm. gave it to me. And that was all before he passed away. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's more than just – Oh, you're just a gun guy. You just gotta emasculate your burr, 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 burr. No, no soul. But soul goes into. We were talking about soul. Soul goes into metal. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I believe the term is imbued. <laughs> is that what it is? Hold on. I, let I think so. Let me let me Google this. You you may Google. You may Google me. <laughs> How do we spell this? <laughs> uh, I think it's like, a I M B U N E D. I think imbued. Uh, Imbued. Yeah, let me see. I'll share my. 
Is it imbued <laughs> or imbued? Let me it see. Might be Im- it might be imbued. It might be imbued. I might just be putting Im- some. Yeah, it's oh, imbued. here we go. Yeah, it's imbued. It's imbued. It. <laughs> I might be putting some Georgia on uh, it. Let's see. Past tense imbued. Boom. Yeah. Uh, principle. Inspire, Inspire or permeate with a feeling of quality. The entire performance was imbued with sparkle and elan. You got then you uh, gotta now go we look gotta up, look up Elon. You gotta look up Elon now. <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah. What imbued? does Elon mean? I always throw an N in there. <laughs> yeah. Dude, good luck. You better spell this right because you're gonna get Elon Musk all day. <laughs> Elon, energy, style, and enthusiasm. <laughs> it is Elon. Good lord. Oh uh, boy. Yeah, I was trying to tell uh oh, Dan hates you says 10 millimeter kills the wallet. Tesla is a hard stock Preach. to short. If I was people out there, I would not short Tesla. Don't do it. That's my personal <laughs> advice to you. Here, here's the don't thing with Tesla. Tesla. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to read charts and predict where it's going after it does what it does, you're going to lose money because Tesla's going to go up $10 or it's going to go down 20 mm-hmm. And then tomorrow it's going to go up 20 and down 5 I mean, like yeah. it's just it's yeah. a very volatile stock. Also, I would say, like, you know, even from the tech, like, if you don't understand, this is my, my uh, idea on this. People shouldn't trade um, on the stock market and things they don't understand. So, like, that particular sector, you got to have some level. I know there is the charts and how they work and all that, but you yeah, also yeah. have to have, a, like, an understanding of what that is. And Tesla mm-hmm. is not a car stock, and people keep nope. looking at it as an automotive stock. And it's not, and Tesla is way more valuable than any other automotive company that trades publicly. Um, well, that's not because Tesla, a, the, Tesla's a tech stock, man. That's all that it's is. It's a tech stock, it's, it's, yeah. It's a software company. Yes, and they have a, and you have to look at them more like Google. And what's the value of Google? If we looked up the value of Google right now, we would see. And the reason um, why I say... John Patton. Oh, oh, you're saying $10,000. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's that's it was is that what Google's trading for now? Oh my God! Uh, no, no, really? no, 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 Google is getting smoked right now. But that's oh, it is. It's getting oh. Let's see. Let me look it up. Oh wait, what? So when did uh, when did Google? And by the way, Google's Alphabet, right? When yeah. did they did they did a they must have done massive uh, stock splits then? Because I, I, I remember back in the day when they were like over a thousand dollars or something they were really high so they're down today also so it's like 91 dollars or something yeah they got smoked okay oh you know why that's because they weren't up on the whole ai thing that's what was going on with that <laughs> the chat the chat gbt or whatever yeah 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 there's a bunch of stuff remember they just laid off a whole bunch of people google and google owns uh youtube <laughs> yeah it does yeah, yeah. they do yeah, but if uh, you by think the way, t- I would like to uh, take mm-hmm. this opportunity to say how much uh, greatness is brought into the world by Alphabet and Google, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that just because you own YouTube, right? Okay, <laughs> you think they're watching us on YouTube right they, now? I they're, hope al- so. they're always they're always watching. <laughs> they're always they're observing. Always, <laughs> always observing. Yeah, um, like the, the angels in the outfield. <laughs> the thing about Tesla, think about this. Uh, at least in America, Tesla's got like maybe three, four million cars on the road that mm-hmm. even if you don't have the you don't have full self-driving turned on, your car is tracking everything that you do on the road. Oh, God, yes. OK. And it could tell traffic patterns. It could do all that. And you're training the self-driving uh, AI. There's mm-hmm. all these cars out there doing that. And it's a lot of info. And it knows who you are also. 
So mm-hmm. that's a lot like Google. That's why Google was so valuable and is oh, God, still yes. so valuable because they know everything about us. Oh, absolutely. YouTube they knows own the everything. Yeah. YouTube, any person who has a YouTube channel knows that YouTube could tell you everything about what's going uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anything. And Tesla is a is another generation of that. So the software is the big thing, not so much the car. And that's what people oh, need absolutely. to understand about that. So even if they were going to go out of business, if they were going to go out, of, there's companies out there that would buy them up. And oh, that's okay. the reason why it's hard to, that's why it's hard to short. Like I have friends that have been shorting them for years and just burning money. Jeez. No thanks. You know? And then always trying to rationalize stuff to me. And I'm like, I don't think you understand what's happening. <laughs> so, um, okay, listen, I'm going to get it. I'm going to show. Oh, we got like a minute here. Maybe okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. I, I've got this gun here. Here, this is what there's a gun in this case. Okay. And we'll okay. do this. We'll do this in the next thing. I'll give you guys a chance to guess what's in this case. Hank, uh, since, since, since they're going to guess, I just want to uh-huh. say something out loud, just mm-hmm. for the record. Uh-huh. Um, if, if there's a Ruger LCP in there, I'm hanging up. <laughs> okay, you're I fine. Want, I just want to yeah. put it on record. Is that your guess? <laughs> if, if there's a Ruger LCP in there. A Ruger LCP. Okay, no. You're, yeah. you're good. Yeah. You're safe. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. okay any, I'll give you better? another one. What's in this case? <laughs> Can you guess what's in here? Uh, Nintendo DS. Oh, okay. Okay, there you go. I will let the people the people out there should know what's in this one already. They've known me long enough. You think a Nintendo DS is and you think there's a Ruger in this? No, 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 no. You're hoping there isn't one. I think you got class, Hank. I I think Uh you got class. I don't think you do that to me or your viewers. I've owned a Ruger. I've owned a Ruger LCP in my life. Listen, 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 (laughs) Hank, Hank, this is the point when you don't say that. (laughs) Dad hates you says Keltec P3AT, which is the same thing. I was going to say that. I was going to say that, (laughs) Dan. It's the same thing. So what's better to you? What's better? Do you think a Ruger LCP is better or the Keltec, the original Keltec uh, P3AT? Oh my God! That's like deciding whether I want to stick my hand in a fire pit or an ice pit. They both suck. Um, Come on, you got six, fifteen two, seconds. Between the two, I'd have to do LCP. I'd have to do it between the two. You're saying that's better than the Caltech? Okay, that's in my in, in my humble. Painful, I would agree. They've improved pains. it because they've done a second version. Caltech has never done a second version. We'll be the Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at Two A Commerce. Veteran-owned and with over 20 years' experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number two, acommerce.com. By the way, we got to get Patton. I got to get him on this show. I'm working on it. Don't worry. We, we, I dig it. Yeah, I'm working on it. Get him on the show. I'm going to ask him, like, what his gun collection looks like if, oh. you know. <laughs> it, <Dude>. like, <laughs> it's, it's probably deep. I believe it's a deep collection. Oh, no, no. I, I think it's deep because he, <laughs> he analyzes every single aspect of every single purchase he makes just from the conversations that we've had at at events it's like man you really thought this through yeah yeah i'm pretty sure that title too is he's gaming the algorithm a little bit there on that one that's a good that's a good title (laughs) no we we wouldn't do that 
No, no, I would. 100% I would do that. Okay, so so uh, let's see if what's in here is actually going to get Brayden to hang up on me. We'll see. This we'll, is we'll a, see. This, this is actually a Pelican case, so come on now. It's a genu- That's a genuine Pelican. Well, I hope it's a genuine Pelican. Uh, I mean, it says the word Pelican on yeah, it. Yeah, it says Pelican on it, so really nice. Here, I'll open it up for everyone there, and here you go. This is what it is. What do you think about that? Are you going to... Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. No, no, I'm not hanging up. Anything so that's foldable. Anything yeah, anything is foldable. that's foldable. So this is from Life Card. Life, yeah, this is the Life Card from Trailblazer, I should say. Trailblazer Firearm. So here you go. Let's see if we can get that to focus. There you there go. There you go. There you go. This is the Life Card 22 LR with uh, <laughs> with the threads <laughs> of on. Of course, it. it's threaded. Of course, it's threaded. So, so you can <laughs> for your tiny little pocket suppressor that doubles as a pin. Yeah, I got. I think I got a suppressor here somewhere. <laughs> oh man, I hope I brought that suppressor in. If you if you put an oh, Osprey damn on it. that, I oh, swear. If, if where an Osprey is the, comes oh, in the wait, frame the, right the, now. Oh yeah, the suppressor's here. No, it's not gonna be an Osprey. It's not gonna be an Osprey. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. Let me see. This. Oh, this is actually a suppressor that has the Hank Strange. Uh, Let's see if we can get that up here. Uh, come on, focus. Okay, you guys can't Almost. see it, but it has the Hank Strange logo on it here. I gotta try to block my eyes somehow so I can focus. Eh. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we can't get it. Don't worry about it. So here we go. The the uh, the suppressor <laughs> is actually bigger. <laughs> there now we go. It's it's fo- yeah, it's focusing now. See, there's the Hank Strange logo right oh there. Oh my God, the suppressor is. <laughs> oh, this you, this are is you going, compensating this is... <laughs> for something, Hank? <laughs> this is uh, this is cool. I like this. check the, the suppressor. <laughs> what the hell is that shit? <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> where 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 do the freedom seeds go? Um, so they go. So if you the extras go in here, so right there on the side, that's a little box. Of course. To of put course. the put the twenty two in, and then if you pull this back here, that's you know you can actually, nice. yeah you can actually open it up right there, and then you cock back the hammer like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Up. Yeah, I don't know if you're supposed to actually drop the hammer on this thing without it, but yeah, so that's basically how you do it. There you go. That's cool. <laughs> In my opinion, in my no, opinion, no, that's, that, <laughs> no, that is cool. That is handy. Uh, yeah. So I like weird stuff like this, you know. Um, no, that's okay. This, yeah, this is a cool thing, and you know, you pull it down like that. You can actually, you know, you can throw this in your pocket, right, with some. Uh, yeah. As Braden said, some freedom seeds in right there. And then you can also throw a little suppressor like that. Look, look at that. It looks like your flashlight you got in your pocket. Or you're happy to see me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's from, uh, I have it. This just came in today, so we're going to be doing some stuff with that, testing okay. it. Um, I need to figure out the, what's the smallest suppressor I can get now. Because this know. seems this seems like this needs a little baby 22 suppressor. And that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You can't be putting on a suppressor yeah. that's like twice the size of the no, barrel. No, yeah, it's got to be smaller than it. Yeah. So I got yeah, yeah. I wonder if I could I could probably take this one apart actually. I bet you. No, you know no. what I bet you could do? You could get some of those brake uh, the brake baffles that are um, mm-hmm. from Yankee Machining, you know, or Yankee Hill Machining that they have mm-hmm. the where you take the baffles off and put them on and off and depends yeah. on how much you want. Yeah, yeah, so you might be able to do I'm going to look that up and see like what's the smallest I can get for that, but that's from Life Card. Um, or actually from Trailblazer Firearms called the Life Card. 
And I'm going to get them awesome. to come on the show and show you guys. They've got some cool stuff. They've got some cool folding guns and things like that. So now you said that this is a game, some kind of game <laughs> system in here, right? That's Nintendo DS. This is what you're thinking is in here. This is a I'm classic. To it. This is a classic, Braden, just like me. I'm going to open it up for you so that you could see what's okay. in there. Do you see what that? We got, what we got. Okay, okay, respect. See that? So that's what's in mm-hmm. here. Uh, you know... Just check this out. Hold on. Let's see if I could still do it. Boom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. YouTube oh, is yeah. crying right now. <laughs> this is why we do this on Utreon. <laughs> I get it. I get it. This somewhere, is why somewhere. we do this on Utreon. There you go. Folding Glock. Sometimes right there just, with just, 33 Rahal magazine. Because <laughs> you, you know. never know. Yeah. You do you remember these? <laughs> Remember what? Remember these folding glocks oh, yeah. from full from yeah. full conceal? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, um yeah, man, I love I love stuff like this. I love these things. Uh you know, I think right now is it Zev and um Zev and Mag is it Zev and Magpole? Someone will correct me out there. I think Zev and Magpole are working on a folding a, a different configuration from this, but they're working on mm-hmm. something like this. I've had this now for years and years. And I love this because, yes, I could put it in a case like this. And I do this all the time, if you guys don't believe me. I always carry this, like, in a bag. I have something else on me. And then this is my backup inside of a bag. And sometimes I'll take this into a restaurant and just put it on the table and chill, you know, have dinner or whatever. (laughs) And then people are like, what you got in there? (laughs) Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll show you after. (laughs) I'll show you after you pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Do you like weird stuff like that? So I'm actually more of a traditionalist on that kind of stuff. So like, oh, okay. I like, like I really find it intriguing. Like I mm-hmm. love looking at it, seeing it, playing with it, mm-hmm. and seeing what people are innovating around. But mm-hmm. I would never carry it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, only because I'm more traditional. Like that. That's mm-hmm. just because I like. If I'm going to carry something, it'll be in a holster on my hip or wherever I'm going to carry it. I do not do the appendix carry. I don't care how safe a gun is. You don't ever point at something you don't want to destroy. Mm-hmm. I'm following rules. You want to keep your junk, huh? I, I like my junk where it is. <laughs> what if it was a folding? Uh, what if it was a folding 1911? <laughs> um, I don't. <laughs> okay, unless you have some Terminator metal that I don't know about. Um, yeah. No, bro. Like I just I, the appendix carry. I, I just I have concerns. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, so like a lot of uh, a lot of people I know carry mm-hmm. appendix and that's fine. That's cool. Whatever. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, nah, bro. Yeah. Like, how do you sit down? Like, it's just like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I have not been able to do appendix carry. I've, you know, uh, yeah, no, not really. Nope. Nope. So for me, yeah. for me, just, this is just me. Mm-hmm. The only benefit is that it doesn't print on either side. Mm-hmm. But you can you can avoid that pretty easily with. IWBs, um, mm-hmm. smaller handguns and pockets, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I've never needed to be at the point where I have a Kydex holster clipped onto the front of my pants with the gun pointing down at my junk, just mm-hmm. in case. Um, mm-hmm. Because even that, even the act of practicing that draw, I'm like, nope. Yeah, you don't want to nope. run any chances that you're pulling out of there and you a little bit too trick, uh, trigger happy. No, exactly. Ima- like, imagine dudes doing happen. that and then changing their triggers also. Oh my god! Yeah, it's just 
Yeah. I mean, I get it. I understand yeah. the principle. I understand the application. I, I get some people say it's quicker to just mm-hmm. lift a shirt and pull. Mm-hmm. I okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Good on you. No, I get it too. I think there's scenarios you're like awesome. in, yeah, there's awesome. there's scenarios like if you're buckled and your and your guns on your hip, you know it, th- that buckle and everything. The seatbelt's often going to get in the way, and I guess appendix carry it might be easier. Or there's a whole bunch of different it, things that go it, on it's, there. It's totally that. possible. It's mm-hmm. totally possible. I just for me, I just I see the pros, I see the cons, I weigh them, and mm-hmm. there's not enough of an increase of a pro mm-hmm. to move the gun to the front of my pants. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah, and and it's cool for anyone. Armin and Axis says so silly. He's laughing at. The, says the folding Glock in the brony bag. This yeah. is not a brony bag. It's a it's a Zelda. It's Zelda. It's not bro. You I know, did have a I did have a brony bag before, Brayden. That's what that's what he's talking about. <laughs> I had like okay. one of those my pony bags. You know, my little yeah. pony. Yeah, this like same a brony. Gun, yeah, it goes in uh, a my little pony bag as well. That's good. And, That's good. You yeah. really confuse people that way. <laughs> I actually took that to uh, some show I went to, and the guys when full full conceal is not in business anymore. But when they were in business, they saw that and they were like, "Oh, that's cool!" And they actually they uh, they took that from me <laughs> to to use it. <laughs> a brony. Oh, it hurts. It it hurts a little bit. Uh, we we get up to we get up to to different crazy stuff around here, man. That's okay. So, yeah. so I have this. I have this thing, where, when unique, like when when <laughs> when there are two different things that are used to be one word, like an example, mm-hmm. like a Glock, right? Well, you did a folding Glock. I have this thing where I always want to put those words together just to save time. Mm-hmm. So, how would you do? How would you do that? Oh, folding, folding Glock, flock, a flock, a flock. Uh, yeah. Okay, a folding. Yeah, F- flock maybe. So, oh, so, flock. so it wouldn't it wouldn't flock. be a gloater. Glo- oh, <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you leading off with the F, guy? Why is it going to be a flock? Why Glo- is it going to be uh, a gloater? Glo- gloater. <laughs> okay, gloater. <laughs> or interesting. No, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> or or a glony. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones, man. Um, I listen. I love weird, cool guns. You know, that's why I collect bullpups. Yeah. That's like oh, those things are cool. No, no, bullpups are cool. Okay, you like bullpups. Okay, not everyone likes bullpups. Well, no, no. Here, so, so again, this is this is that efficiency piece, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't like bullpups because of what the cons, the drawbacks of bullpups. Like for example, if you're looking at the Tavor, mm-hmm. I really don't like the Tavor, not because it's not a good gun or a good platform. I don't like it for two specific reasons. Mm-hmm. One, the triggers are mushy, mushy, squishy. I hate that. Mm-hmm. And then the other piece to that is the um, exhaust port is or the ejection port is right here and all that gas exhaust goes right into mm-hmm. my eyes when I'm firing it here. Mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't like those aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, but the I'll tell you the idea behind the behind any type of bullpup is an incredible idea. Mm-hmm. Move the action further back so the gun mm-hmm. is actually the, the you get the same length of barrel but in a shorter platform. Yeah, shorter footprint. I, I mm-hmm. love that. Because it makes sense, because mm-hmm. you can have an AR with the same range that goes out mm-hmm. to distance, but you can or also longer. turn corners. Yeah, longer barrel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or longer, or you can mm-hmm. turn corners really carefully with the exact same gun. Not You don't mm-hmm. need a multi-purpose application. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, you could just do like a, oh, God, you could probably do a 10-inch barrel, and mm-hmm. you still get out to 300, 400 yards accurately with modern ARs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can still accomplish that with an AR, a shorter barrel AR, like an SBR or something, but the idea of bullpups was really cool before they started making shorter barrel ARs. 
Yeah, I think so. And even even so, you know, if you can make the barrel shorter, then if you think about it, you can make it yeah. even shorter with the bull uh, bullpup platform. Hundred percent. I mm-hmm. think it's how I think it's how it's done. Personally, I think a Tavor in lots of ways. And I've te- like a long time ago, I put up a video where I tested a Tavor against an AK and an AR. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think uh, ran the longest? The and longest tor- from a standpoint tor- of continuous we, fire. We torture tested it, so we were jumping in and out of muddy water, putting it in the mud, and all like all of the guns and shooting it and all that kind of stuff. I would have said an I would have said an AK in that test. So the AK lasted the shortest amount of time. Interesting. The, the second shortest amount of time was the AR, and the longest time was the Tavor. Believe it or not. Hmm. Um, and what happened with the AK? is that really if there's a bunch of stuff inside of that AK, things could go wrong and it's whether or not you could fix it. So what happened yeah. here is that a shell casing got like stripped out and stuck in the um, in the barrel. And yep. um, and then my friend that wanted to do this, and by the way, he was, uh, you know, he was in cavalry and everything. So he, you know, he's a combat veteran and all that kind of stuff. And he was trying to prove a point to me about bullpups and how terrible right. they are. So he was putting me through all this, and he brought his AK, but he didn't bring the uh, the rod, you know, the clean the ram rod. rod. Yeah, ram so rod. He, yeah, he couldn't get that shell casing out. Because um, AKs never break. You don't need to clean them. Yeah, that's not true. People believe that's true. That's not really true. <laughs> are they easy to handle? Are they rudimentary? Yes, yes. they are. Yes. They're the AKs are the are like 1911s. Oh, AT- AKs are the Glocks of the rifle world. <laughs> you know, uh, well, so like what I'm saying, like with a 1911, man, that's usually like the really good 1911 that's affordable is loose tolerances and they work. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The expensive ones have tighter tolerances yep. made from the same piece of metal and all that. And there's and the really yep. good ones do work. But a lot of times there's companies that have real tight tolerances and then there's a break-in period, which I don't believe in, but like. You know, when a gun has to go through 2,000 rounds as a break-in period, that's nonsense. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. So I've seen guns like that, and I have friends who have 1911s that they'll actually lend it to me for a long period of time because they want me to do the break-in, making videos <laughs> or something. Yeah, because yeah. I'm making videos with it, and then when they're like, okay, I think you shot it enough, they come back and get it. You know, because <laughs> they don't want to put it, their ammo through it, Right. So they go to the YouTube guy to do it. And yeah, I don't think that's, I think that's because it's too tight tolerances and, and AKs are like that. Not very tight tolerances and all that stuff. Oh, hundred percent. It's, it it bounces and flops and yeah, yeah, it's just, it's like a wet noodle. Yeah. And it is, if you have the right tools, Hey, it's easier to put back. I think an AR is also, look, an AR is probably, um, you know, especially if it's not a piston driven, if it's a direct impingement AR, yeah, you yeah. can mess it up fast. <laughs> oh no, you you absolutely can. I actually, yeah. of the two platform, the two styles, I actually mm-hmm. prefer a DI versus a pist- an impingement. Uh, excuse me, a piston. Oh, you prefer? I actually, I, I like prefer. the DI. Why? Because it's lighter, or what's your? Um, well, there there is the lighter piece, but mm-hmm. if something goes wrong, it's less complicated to fix in the field. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So and so I, I and that's really the only reason because at the end of the day, does the piston run cleaner? Yeah, it runs cleaner. Does it actually does it function more like an AK from that mm-hmm. standpoint? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. But if something goes wrong, it's it's pretty much out of commission until you can get back to an armorer's bench and get new pieces. If you've got mm-hmm. a DI, I mean, the only things that are really going to go wrong on a DI, primarily depending on how many rounds you're firing and conditions, mm-hmm. but you're going to have 
worst case scenario, a gas tube is going to bust and rupture so it doesn't cycle. Um, more commonly than not, you're going to have some sort of failure of either a seal on the actual BCG, which you can replace very quickly, or something bolt carrier group related. The barrels are pretty much going to work until you fire them out and they don't work anymore, but they're not mm -hmm. pencil barrels. So it's, mm -hmm. you know, you just do a government issue barrel. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. That's just my opinion on it. I really like, I yeah, like I just the brute force rudimentary. Yeah, it might be dirtier, but mm -hmm. I can clean it. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's easy to clean. It's not like it's super difficult to oh, clean. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You pop one piece it. out, you can do it in 10 minutes and you're back yeah. in the fight. You can run yeah. a boar snake through it real quick and you're clean. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. You could just um, hit it with a bunch of lube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I and mean, that's going to clean that applies itself. To many things in life. That yeah. <laughs> applies to many things in life. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> solve for you know, I think the thing with the Tavor that a lot of people don't realize is that, um, you know, that is something that actually was tested in the field, man. You know, oh, yeah. those, those guys in Israel were for real using those things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I know. I, I mean, I understand people's things with it and all that. And I know for us, when there were problems with that with that gun, when we when it was getting, you know, wet, getting a bunch of stuff in there, it was actually easier to take it apart, believe it or not. Because at oh, Tavor, okay. you basically take that back part, part out and all the guts mm -hmm. slide out of there. The action just comes out right the yeah, back. Yeah, all right? that just stuff comes out of there. Yeah, so it's easier unless you wound up getting uh, like something stuck in the barrel or whatever that happened yeah, yeah. with the AK. And I think that was just like bad luck. Some kind of grit got in mm -hmm. there. and It sounds like in, it. Yeah, anything could happen. That's what I always tell people when it comes to guns. You know, uh, you, you believe like there's a myth around the AK that it can run no matter what and people in the desert and in the jungles and all that kind of stuff are, are using it. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I was just, you know, in the swamps of Florida and it got messed up. So uh, it happened. Swamps of Florida. What were you doing in the swamps of Florida? <laughs> what were you doing It was over a there? torture test. <laughs> Uh -huh. It was yeah, like a deliver. I'll never do that again. That's an old video for anyone who uh, knows <laughs> my channel and has seen that. It is, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Crocodile Dundee over here. Yeah, Armin and Axis says, were you wearing gas masks when you were testing the Tavor? That is a thing, like you said, um, yeah. with lots of different guns. You, the best gun with for that is Keltec, um, the RDB from Keltec. RDB or RFB? Which one well, is it? Well, bo both of those are good, but the RDB is they ha they have the RDB in five five six, so that would be the oh, okay. most comparable. The RFB is like in three oh eight. Oh, I love me at three oh eight. I have the biggest yeah. crush on three oh eight. Yeah, you know, you got to come mm. shoot with us sometime here in Florida, man. Uh, well, well, with. if I live if I live in Florida, maybe yeah. then it will be much easier to obtain. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't have to live here. You're always welcome to come shoot with us. We'll you know. That's that's true. I I yeah, always think but, in that. Yeah. But we'll be <laughs> happy to get. We almost we almost got guns and gadgets, and then we lost him in the bidding wars that happened somehow. I think to Tennessee. What did, what did we lose him to? Yeah, yeah. You lost him in Tennessee. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, you lost him to Tennessee, but I mean, I, I think the decision has been made on my end. You guys won yeah. me, so I'm oh, pretty oh, sure good, awesome. Okay, we're gonna be right back here. Take we wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family-owned small business, totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida-based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF 50 upper for an AR-15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten gun parts needs. 
So don't forget to check out stenparts.com and safetyharborfirearms.com. Yeah, and just a quick thing here before we wrap it up. The the yeah. um the RDB is mm-hmm. rearward downward ejecting. So one yes. of the cool things about that is those gases are going back and down. Yeah. Um and not going and that in is your nice. face. Yeah, it that is, is nice. really nice. Yeah, it, it like it has a couple of flaws really. Like the the flaw to me is you can't use uh, GI mags if you're shooting yeah. suppressed because you know you got extra gases now if you're shooting suppressed and it'll unseat them. But you don't have that problem with P mags or anything polymer. So yeah, the the blowback just sucks on some suppressors. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the really the only thing with that. I think that Keltec did a good job with that. For anyone who cares, that's just my little. <laughs> tirade i'm into bullpups when you come here we will shoot some bullpups or whatever else you want to shoot man well well, hold on hold on this this is really important because i i really want to go on an iguana hunt i think that's important because you can do that in florida you can do that i thought didn't you do that with uh royce and brownells oh okay no Um, but i wanted to yes well yeah there is someone here who, who you could do that with dude you could go you could get it you could bag a gator Oh, oh, that's on the plan too. Yeah, don't don't you worry. Yeah, don't one of my worry. friends has the license to do that. So, well, uh, if I'm living in Florida, I can get my own license. No, you can't. It's not easy, but yeah, you can. Damn, it's not an easy thing, man. It's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> Those things Listen. are protected for, for some weird reason. There's just too many of them. They gotta take, but they're not. You know, once you put those protections on, they don't come off. So, oh no no I, no! So yeah, I would I would absolutely I would do a gator hunt once in my life just to mm-hmm. say that I did it. Yeah yeah, I think so. I also cool. really want to hunt hogs. Okay yeah, I've never done that either. But you know, if you do gator, man, just think about that. You can have you can have some uh, shoes made out of it. You know, oh man, I'm, I'm not even thinking about the leather. I'm thinking about the scrumptious gator tail. Oh, <laughs> that depends gator on how bites, good of man. a cook you are. Not everyone's good at cooking gator. Listen, my wife is good at cooking anything on the planet. Uh, boom, there you go. So, so now, now here's another thing. Mm-hmm. I, there's another thing I got to do before we go. I got to say it mm-hmm. on the internet. Okay. I want to, before I die, uh-huh. get in a helicopter and hunt pigs somewhere. Okay. I want to yeah. do that. Yeah. That's uh, I'm I'm pretty sure there's places here in Florida. I know Florida, Texas. Mac knows know more Texas. about this than anyone that I know. Mac. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay, he's done a lot of uh, hog hunting. Yeah, Dude. he's done a lot of hunting. I've only done See, pheasant hunting so far. Man, the thing mm-hmm. the thing about hunting like mm-hmm. that when you're going after hogs mm-hmm. is, it's one thing when you have a bolt action. It's a whole mm-hmm. other thing when you're like, could I do this with an AR? Which mm-hmm. caliber do I use? Which wildcat? Do I do uppers? Do I switch them? Do I not switch yeah. them? Do I do 2545? Do I do 300 whisper? Do I do 300 blackout? Oh, we've got 300 hammer coming over in from Wilson Combat. You know, a lot so of these Florida ones. boys, I'll just tell you right now, a lot of these Florida boys, like Walter from Safety Harbor Firearms, he does yeah. it up close with a with a knife. Um, there's, I have no, I have evolved. I, I I don't need to do that. I, I don't have that level of I want to kill it with my hands. Yeah, I'll do that if it comes after me. Right. But yeah. I don't want to like walk into it and go, "Come at me, bro." I just have you ever shot? Have you d- ever done any shooting from a helicopter? No, but I. Oh, want okay. To. This place is in Florida. I, like I've done that. I just haven't done the hog hunting thing from a helicopter. I'll but probably have to here. go to Texas. Uh, no, this place is here that do it. It could be that could be arranged. Um, so last question, Armament Axis wants to know what state you're in because he's like, you know, Langley, Virginia, 
I don't no, know if you I'm care in, to answer I'm in that. the state of Georgia. There you go. Um, and the last name is where the Langley comes from. Yeah, that's Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's my CIA, CIA roots, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, cool. So listen, before we wrap up here, um, I, I want you to tell the folks out there if they want to like communicate with you, follow you on social media and stuff like that, uh, support what you do. How can they do it? Get on over here to YouTube. It's a party over here. We talk about mm-hmm. advocacy. We talk about rights. We talk about news. I would pull my hair out if I had any left, but it's a great time. We've got Langley Outdoors Academy. We've got Second Legacy. We got all the things. Something yeah. for the nearest two A gun rights activist near you. Absolutely, and uh, Second Legacy with Military Arms Channel, Tim, Matt, right. however folks mm-hmm. call him. That's something really cool. But I really oh, enjoy man. what you do on the channel. Um, just you know, bringing the news and comparing it and all that kind of stuff. If folks out there have not seen that. I suggest they start looking at do, you know, yeah. what you're doing out there. So uh, you're doing good stuff, man. I, well, I really, you. I think you're coming from a fresh perspective when you do things, and and you know, like how news hits, and there's a lot of different things. But I like the perspectives and the pointers and stuff like that that you make, man. Yeah. So That's awesome. it's mu- much appreciated. Okay, I'm gonna run in the end. We're gonna come back though, and you're gonna give us words of wisdom. So Ooh, get that okay. prepped, and let me run the end in right now. Uh. Run the end in. Oh no, the end didn't go in. Damn it. Okay, hold on. I gotta run it myself here. Let's see if we can do it. Do it and let Uh, them see you do it. uh, Here we go. Uh, Oh damn it, it's not running. Okay, whatever. Just pretend we ran in the end, which basically uh, is a great ending. (laughs) If you guys want to join us, I don't know what happened. Something weird happened here. I pressed the wrong button. You, we're all, we're gonna we're gonna rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes <laughs> and all your favorite places to get your audio pack. I don't know why the hell that didn't happen the way it was supposed to happen. But anyway, you can get the podcast on iTunes. We're part of Firearms Radio Network, and uh, you know we're also on Audible. So words of wisdom, Braden, what you got? Words of wisdom: uh, mm-hmm. Don't piss in the wind. Okay. Just right, don't do it. it. Don't okay. Have you just done don't it recently? In, is that just, why? <laughs> no, it's just in a it's in a good song. And don't mess around with Jim. I just that's all I that's all I came in my head. I'll, right I'll take it. I'll take it. I appreciate Leave it. Brown, man. <laughs> just that there it is. There you go. There you go. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Um, I think we're not we're not going to be doing the show for the rest of the week. We'll see you guys back here next week. Yeah. Thanks so much to Braden from Langley. Outdoors Academy. See, I got it all right, right? You nailed it. You nailed it. You, Boom. sir, are a professional. Every once in a millennium, I get something right. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate you. We'll see you guys. We're out of here. Let me hit the yeah, buttons. Dude. Stay right there, man. Let me. I got to hit the appropriate buttons here. We got to hit the buttons, man.